on a Monday, I was arrested, uh-huh. On a Tuesday, they locked me in the jail, oh boy. On a Wednesday, my trial was attested. On a Thursday, they said guilty, and the judge's gavel fell. I got stripes, stripes around my shoulders. I got chains, chained around my feet. I got stripes, stripes around my shoulders. And them chains and chains, they're about to drag me down. On a Monday, my mama come to see me. On a Tuesday, they caught me with a file. On a Wednesday, I'm down in solitary. On a Thursday, I start on bread and water for a while. I got stripes, stripes around my shoulders. I got chains, chained around my feet. I got stripes, stripes around my shoulders. And them chains, them chains, they're about to drag me down. I got stripes, stripes around my shoulders. I got chains, chained around my feet. I got stripes, stripes around my shoulders. And them chains, them chains, they're about to drag me down. This microphone's got a screw loose here. Will somebody come screw this microphone. <laughs> what I say? Yeah. Huh? Just a minute. Let me fix this. Son of. Yeah. All right. First thing I remember knowing is a lonesome whistle blowing and a youngin's dream of growing up to ride on a freight train leaving town, not knowing where I'm bound. No one to change my mind. Mama tried. One and only rebel child from a family meek and mild. My mama seemed to know what lay in store. Despite all my Sunday learning, with the bad I kept on turning till mama couldn't hold me anymore. And I turned 21 in prison, doing life without parole. No one could steer me right, but mama tried, mama tried, mama tried to raise me better. But her pleading I denied, that leaves only me to blame, cause mama tried. Dear old daddy, rest his soul, left my mom a heavy load. She tried so very hard to fill his shoes. Working hours without rest, wanted me to have the best. She tried to raise me right, but I refused. And I turned 21 in prison, doing life without parole. No one could steer me right, but mama tried, mama tried. Mama tried to raise me better, but her pleading I denied. That leaves only me to blame, cause Mama tried.
early one morning while making the rounds. I took a shot of cocaine and I shot my woman down. I went right home and I went to bed. I stuck at loving 44 beneath my head. Got up next morning and I grabbed that gun. Took a shot of cocaine and away I run. Made a good run, but I run too slow. They overtook me down in Juarez, Mexico. Laid in the hot joints, taking the pills. And walked the sheriff from Jericho Hill. He said, Willie Lee, your name is not Jack Brown. You're the dirty hack that shot your woman down. Yes, so oh yes, my name is Willie Lee. If you've got a warrant, just to read it to me. Shut her down because she made me slow. I thought I was her daddy, but she had five more. When I was arrested, I was dressed in black. They put me on a train and they took me back. Had no friend for to go my bail. They slapped my dieter carcass in that county jail. Early next morning, about a half past nine, I spied a sheriff coming down the line. A tanny coughed as he flared his throat. He said, come on, you dirty hack, into that district court. Into the courtroom my trial began. Where I was handled by 12 honest men Just before the jury started out I saw that little judge come as to look about In about five minutes and walked a man Holding the verdict in his right hand The verdict read in the first degree I hollered, Lordy, Lordy, have mercy on me Judge, he smiled as he picked up his pen. Ninety-nine years in the Folsom pen. Ninety-nine years underneath that ground. I can't forget today I shut that bad bitch down. Come on, you gotta listen unto me. Lay off that whiskey or and let that cocaine be. Maybe vodka. These men have receptions, Matlock, A50632, and Bat Shelter, A39879. Point they three five. <coughs> yeah. I doubt that. The last time I've seen her My God, I could swear it was ten And the ocean of liquor I drank to forget her Is gonna kill me But I'll drink till then I've been living in hell With a bar far for sale Still paying for my cheating crime and I've got a long way to go Still doing time Scab Still doing 
Are you still in bed, you lazy piece of shit? Today is not just another day. It's your stage, and the world is your audience. Fuck off yesterday's bullshit and embrace the morning with a hearty fuck it. Get ready for all the bullshit that comes your way. Good morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of, that's right, you guessed it, the Arnie State Show. Lots and lots to talk about today on this rainy arraignment. I'm, I'm sorry, I, rain, arraignment, rain, it's raining outside. That's what I'm trying to say. I didn't say arraignment. Um, today, it, it, it's Monday. It's a shitty day, but hey, it could be a day of reckoning. We'll, we'll see. Uh, all my jail songs there, they were dedicated to a certain somebody who I know is listening right now. So, good morning to you. Good morning to everyone. I hope everybody had a great weekend. Yes, we will start with playoff talk. We will talk about that. We will say good mornings. We will talk about the world. We'll talk about whatever you want to talk about today. Let's get this shit started, shall we? First one here today is my man Chuck. Where, where? Oh, oh, that's oh, that's where it went. Okay, okay. Hold on a second here. Let's see. Oh boy. Oh, you know what? Hold on a second here, Chuck. God dang it. You know, sometimes this damn machine just pisses me off. There I was, all fucking great, rolling, talking good, sounding good, and... I'm Chuck. He's something, isn't he? Keyless Chuck, good morning to you, my friend. First one here. Says, good morning, ass family and Arnie. Hope everyone had a great weekend. I know someone had about 35% less fun of the weekend due to today being a day of reckoning. Anyway, have a great morning and watch Arnie on Twitch. There I am. There's my Twitch feed. Uh, Twitch.tv slash The Arnie State Show. I hope that you can make it there. I hope that everybody is doing well. Oh, wait, wait a second here. 
Now, see, th- this this is what I don't like. God damn it. There we go. See, now, see, I found you, Chuck. There you are. All right, hockey player. Good morning to you, my friend. Hey, I hope your shoulder's feeling better. My God, a fucking shoulder surgery? No, thank you. I'd rather get arranged. No, I probably wouldn't. That's not true. House of Pain says, good morning, ass family. I need you to put more stink in the 49ers this week. You tried last week, but it wasn't enough. Wow. Wow, boy. I, I mean, and, and like I said, we're going to talk some football here in a second. And uh, <clears throat> I have a very interesting question to pose at all my football fans out there. Very, very interesting. Uh, but, but we will get to it because I have to keep saying good mornings to everybody. Otherwise, everybody gets upset. Colin and Jameson. Grab his dick and twist My it. man. Oh, my God. Oh, dick twist. Good morning to you. I hope that you boys are doing well today. I was so full of testosterone, I actually killed a coyote. Trucker James says, good morning, ass family. Hope everyone has an ass-tastic day on this wet Monday here in Napa Valley. Yeah, it's raining like a motherfucker here in Dallas, too. What, what's the current temp? It was cold this weekend. God damn, it was cold. I mean, it's cold day. It's 35. Today's high is 45. I'm, I'm about tired of this cold weather. I'm about done with that shit. V Coop. I like to butt fuck fine ladies. Will I choke hold a bitch? Well, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Says, I hate the slob nomming of Baker Mayfield when he threw that last interception. Chris Crappensworth <laughs> makes it out like he's the defender and made a great fluke play. Bitch, Baker threw it right to him because he sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, look, I've seen this. I, I, I've seen the 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 meme that says Niners uh, Ravens Super Bowl that has been leaked. We'll see about that. I think somebody made a mistake. I think somebody in the news booth put that in there just because they wanted to put that in there. I know how news people work, and it gets everybody talking. I, I look. If you want to think that the NFL is rigged, you go right ahead. Um, but you know, look. Baker Mayfield's interception was not near as bad as Jordan Love's. Jordan Love, I mean, that that interception, that's what a high school third-string quarterback does. He's running away from the play, throws off balance, and across his body. You learn that in fucking Pop Warner not to do that. Niners survived that game. Look, that game was just a shit game due to the fact that the rain was so damn bad. But like I said, we'll talk more about it here in a second. Nitro! Welcome to Nitro! Good morning, ass family. Welcome to another shitty Monday. Trucker James says, I'm predicting a Lions-Ravens Super Bowl. Lions will run a fucking track meet if the Niners play like they did Saturday night. That is kind of true. Maybe, maybe it is. Boat girl! Look, I I don't want to speak ill of your mother on Christmas, but... She's nothing but a common street hole. Well, you shouldn't say those things. Good morning to you. There she is. Oh, my lucky star. The one, uh, the only, bratty kid is in the house. Oh, stewardess, I speak jive. You oh, do. Good. Yeah, she she actually does. I, I, I've heard it. Battleborn. If you don't chew Big Red, then f*** you. Says, good morning, ass family. Mondays still suck. Now, we're going to talk We're gonna talk football here, and I'm going to tell you about my weekend. And, uh, uh, boy, I'm going to tell you right now. If I catch anybody smashing wedding cakes, Arnie's going to smash. Arnie smash, just like Hulk. Uh, I, 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 we'll get to that. Chuck says, Cocaine and Guns is a song about Hunter. <laughs> Close. Close. Not quite, though. Derek. Becca. 
Becca says, good morning, ass family. Becca. Boo Monday. Well, good morning to you. Good Darren. Please be a fart. Good morning, ass family. Happy Monday to you. Well, happy Monday, Warbird. You're talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, Woo! wheeling dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Now, Woo! I gotta say that I've been having a little bit of fun with Warbird, and because he's he's done it to me too. He, he likes to send me these awful memes about the Dallas Cowboys and whenever my Texas Longhorn shit to bed. He sends me these memes, and he does it out of jest because we are like brothers, and I, I, I love him like a brother. Um, and all these players, and he's a big Alabama fan. So all these players have been transferring to Texas. I've been giving them a little hard time. And then I saw a picture this week. I don't know who, who whoever number 54 is. See, that's a, that's a sacred number. Number 54 belonged to Randy White, the manster. Y'all know who Randy White is? Probably the greatest Dallas Cowboy to ever play. My favorite Dallas Cowboy. You know what a manster is? She's half man, half monster. That was Harvey Martin describing him. That's the way they described Randy White, was half man, half monster. And he wore number 54, so that number always stands out. Whoever 54 is on the Niners, uh, there was a picture of him, and he was flashing the hook'em horns. (laughs) I had to screenshot it cropped it up a little bit, and I said, oh, no, now pros are transferring to the University of Texas. I had some fun with that. So uh, sorry about that, Warbird, but I, I I had to. I know that you would have done the exact same thing to me. Ski bum! I had sunny side up, and I had sunny side down, and I had sunny side all the way around. Good morning to you, DNA. Have you seen my wiener? It says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. Good morning, Kale. I don't have an anger problem. I have an idiot problem. It says, how does it feel to have the Lions go this far? Well, that's what my question's going to be about here, just coming up here in a little bit. But I have a very, very interesting, unique question. And I asked Joe Murphy this question last night via text. And his, his response was kind of where mine is. Stinkfist says, good morning, ass. A win's a win. However, that team I watched Saturday night has no shot at beating the Ravens. Hopefully they can get their shit together. Am I whining? Yes, I am. Now, look, look. You can't base anything on that. That game was played in a fucking monsoon. That's all there is to it. That game, that was a, that was a hard game to watch just because of the damn weather. I mean, yes, I like winter weather games like that, but uh, it, it, it's it's tough when it's a big playoff game. Gold! Hey, yo! Hey, yo! Hey, yo! Good morning, uh, ass family. Hey, yo! Uh, yeah, my nerves are finally back to normal. That damn rain doesn't work well with my team and quarterback, but he and they got the job done. Detroit next. Yes, Detroit, San Francisco, Kansas City, Baltimore. Uh, it's going to be a heck of a weekend. I, I, I think it's going to be a heck of a championship weekend next week. Oh, I love trash. Panda says, morning from the freeway ass family as we're on the road from Vegas headed to Disneyland for the day. Four adult dudes going to Disneyland with no wives or children. That doesn't sound too gay, does it? No. Unless you guys are all wearing the same matching outfit. Then, then, I, then I would say that might be a little gay. 
Mr. J says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. Uh, Kale says, gold lines will win. Campbell has something to prove. Uh, Gibby in the house. Holy Jesus. A jelly donut. Says, happy Monday, ass family. Let's go, San Francisco. Get your shit together. Chuck says, excellent song choices for today, especially with the additions of the lyrics. Someone should be doing time in a Placer County jail before too long, but we'll see what happens. Uh... Kale says trash, super gay. All right, four guys, super gay. Christine! Christine! Says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. It's freaking Monday. Fred's still away in Arkansas? Good Lord, he's probably been adopted by some some redneck cult there. Victor, you're in charge now. Well, you got to listen to your mom. You ain't in charge. Your mama's in charge, but you, you, you're you kind of the dude of the house right now. Eric! Woke up quick at about noon. Just thought that I had to be in Compton soon. Says, morning from the North All. Arnie, we went a, to a southern state over the weekend, went to Whataburger. It was delicious. But have you tried the Dr. Pepper shake from there? I am not a fan of the Dr. Pepper shake. I'm just not a fan of it. Not a big fan. I had Dr. Pepper ice cream. Was not a big fan of it. Yeah, look, look, Dr. Pepper is fine on its own. That's what I, I like, Dr. Pepper, on its own. Big Coop says, I wonder if that person is playing Phil Collins. I wish it would rain down. Chuck says, you know he's listening this morning. It's not like he has a show to do besides one in court. Uh, very, very true. Truman Show! We have no desire or intention to destroy or enslave the Japanese people. Good morning, ass. Let's party. Lots of water on the ground in California last night. Indeed, there's a lot in Texas, too. Jesse Jamie! Check it out. Wearing the new black hat. Boom, the new black hat that Jesse Jamie made for me at 4T5Printing.com. I know they got their new equipment in. I I saw they might have had a little struggles, but man, oh, man, they are going to be back bigger and better than ever. Says, good morning. I predict the Niners and Ravens in the Super Bowl. See a pick in your messages. I've seen it. I, I have seen that, and I just think that's some TV people having some fun. Trucker James says, someone needs to show up at the arraignment and give us an update. That would be fantastic. I would love that. Sunshine State. The Sunshine State. Gorgeous. 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 Says, good morning, ass family. Good morning to you. Uh, The NFL script has been written. Devin Stater, good morning to you, my friend. Uh, Shucking. 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 uh, Says, let's start this week off right. Safety guy, good morning to you. This is Happy Monday. Best part of Monday is the show. Jalapeno for ass, indeed. King Steve. Go Niners. Well, there you go. I'll let you say it. I'm not a Niners fan. I'm not necessarily rooting for them. Stacy Slate. Ooh, there's a new name. Uh, Good morning to you. I hope that you're doing good. Uh, B. Coop says Goodell will ensure the Chiefs make the Super Bowl for the Swifty ratings. Gold says, Trucker, keep picking against the Niners, please. Oh, and I won't be raining this Sunday. I hope not. 54 is Fred Warner. All right, well, Fred Warner is transferring to the University of Texas, from what I understand. There he is. T-shirt time? Uh Uh-oh. What kind of t-shirt time? My man. It's T-shirt time. Mega Rhino. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Everybody knows it's T-shirt time. So nice. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Oh, my God. Shut up now. Yeah. I'm just trying to let everybody know so they put their T-shirts on. It says, good morning, assholes. Working hard today to get my new printer straightened out after a few hiccups. Growing pains are just that pains. Indeed. And if you don't get a shirt from 4T5 printing, this could happen to you. Nice shirt, queer. Oh! 
You don't want that. So hit them up, 4T5Printing.com. He says 54 is forever Brian Urlacher's number. Well, if Brian Urlacher, I'll tell you this about Brian Urlacher. If Brian Urlacher got in one of his fancy-dancy cars and drove down, I don't know, to the, I don't know who makes these things. I'll say Peterbilt, but I know it's not them. And went and got himself one of them heavy-duty forklifts. And then he drove that forklift to Randy White's house. And, and, and then he went into Randy White's, like, you know, trophy room and found one of Randy White's jock straps. I would think that he'd probably need a couple of forklifts to help him lift that because he could not carry it on his own. I'm just telling you that right now. And I ain't got nothing bad to say about Earl Acker, but he ain't Randy Watt. Uh, did you see Chuba Purdue was in Reno for transfer talks? I did see that. I, I sent that story to uh, Joe. Uh, Chubba Purby, Pur- Purdy, that's his name, Chubba Purdy. Uh, come on, now that rain helped out Green Bay a lot more than San Francisco. Simmer down, y'all. Hockey player says, what about a new sports show I heard they're starting today? Reddit was having a good time with it. <clears throat> yeah, I, I've heard about this, and uh, I have nothing bad to say about Steve Mickelson. Steve Mickelson is a salt-of-the-earth human being. And for him, I hope that this this show it go, goes places, but for the other person who said their dream was to do a sports show with me, I hope they clean fuck off. But but for uh, for 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 Steve Mickelson, I, I I love Steve Mickelson. He's a good dude. So uh, yeah, I, I've heard about it. Not very happy about it. Uh, Maggie says, anyone check on the DeSantis demons this morning? They aren't t- taking it very well. LOL. Trump twenty twenty four, especially when DeSantis fucking then endorses Trump like immediately. Venmo some bets. All right, uh, if you guys want to do that. Cowboys girl, good morning to you. Uh, We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet. Cult. Says good morning, ass family. Jesse Jane, Mr. J, agreed. Nothing is real anymore. Uh, please hold the sign saying AIG. We have a lot of water here. Unfortunately, it's in solid state. Burr. Yeah, Fred's still in Arkansas. Victor left and said, no, I don't want to be the man of the house. Uh, whitewash, good morning to you. Uh, the Green, game, uh, Green Bay game was against one of the hottest quarterbacks statistically since week eight. Matt LaFour and Kyle Shanahan know each other very well. Knew it was going to be a tough game, but glad we pulled it off. Douglas, good morning, my friend. How are you doing today? Screw your freedom. It says good morning and fuck the Chiefs. Well, we'll talk about them here in just a second. Donald! Day's never finished. got me working. Sunday says, good morning, Arnie and Ass family. Good morning, my friend. We are minus, we're we are about 10 days away from me coming back to Sacramento so Braddy Kid can get her new corgi, Juliet, part of Romeo and Juliet. Romeo's down the road a little bit. Juliet, I'll be in Sacramento. I'll be in there like Wednesday afternoon and Thursday all day getting some tattoo work done, going to eat some sushi, and then Friday we leave at like 6 in the morning. So no shows next Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Don't worry, I'm not being arraigned or anything. It's nothing crazy like that. Uh, uh, it's an in-and-out trip. Doug, uh, Donald, where are we at on the racer? <laughs> uh, never mind, Jamie's NFL commentary. She's trying to get me to stop watching, LOL. Brian Urlacher, overrated. I won't say. Uh, Urlacher was a great player. He was, he was a great. Not Randy White, though. I mean, I'm just saying. 
Uh, safety guy says, got to be happy, too, about the Lions. XXG Force. I have wine and dine with kings and queens. And I've slept in alleys and dined on pork and beans. Good morning, and Mondays suck. Indeed, they do. Blueberry. Oh, Blueberry. Good morning, y'all. Glad to be here with the Ass family. Uh, thank you, 49ers. Uh, fuck Green Bay. Normally call them Gay Bay, but didn't want to confuse San Francisco fans. Uh, poor dogs are going to drink antifreeze together. Someone say in and out. Uh, I got a story about in and out coming up a little bit later. Uh, meant a, a rain. <laughs> all right. Let's. Uh, okay. So first of all, first of all, we got to say good morning uh, to Christopher because. Christopher. Christopher, I love you very much. I said my piece, Chrissy. Wish Christopher. Pleasure, Christopher, to finally meet you in person. Yo, Christopher, what's up? Christopher went out, saw a movie this weekend, this new, it's a new sci-fi movie, and he just blasted it. Oh, it's a fantastic, it's one of my all-time favorite reviews that he's done. It's called ISS. I saw a a a preview for this where Russian and American astronauts are on the space station, and they look down at Earth. Yes, I call it Earth with an F. Well, actually with a P-H. E-A-R-F. PH, Earth. I've been watching way too much of The Shield. Uh, by the way, whoever recommended it, fantastic. I'm on I'm on season seven now. Sitting here waiting on customer support. Thank God for the ass. There you go. Um so uh so he saw so they look down to Earth and there's nuclear holocaust going off. And then they're supposed to fight each other. First of all, I got a lot of questions, but I I don't want to ruin it for anybody. Check it out. The review will be up at ArnieRadio.com. I teased it on social media. I want you to go to the new website, the new and improved website, version 2.0, thanks to Hockey Player. Amazing job on the website. We got recipes up there. We got T-shirts, all kinds of shit up there. So check it out. First of all, first of all, where are you planning on landing? If you're floating around in space and you look down on Earth and you see Holocaust going on here, nuclear shit here, nuclear shit here, where are you planning on landing? I mean, that's just a dumb idea. I remember when I first saw the preview, I was like, wait a second. Okay, I I see what's going on here. Kind of decent idea. But then I realized, wait a second, they ain't got no place to land. The Earth is fucking destroyed. There's a new website next. You'll tell me the Rangers won the World Series. I didn't I didn't mention that. I didn't mention that the Rangers are the World Series champs. Holy shit. The only reason I haven't gone on a murder spree. That's right. That's the reason. Hangtown Gin. You know I don't speak Spanish. Good morning to you. How you been? She's waving hello, y'all. Well, good morning to you. All right. So, Christopher's movie reviews up there. Let's talk some football this weekend, and I'm going to talk about cake. So first game, uh, look, look. <sighs> the Ravens, uh, hold on, let me, let me, let me go to the, the, the sports page here. And uh, scores. If a movie was made after 2015, I'd just go with the safe bet garbage and get off my lawn. <laughs> All right, the Texans-Ravens game, I honestly, I got to tell you, I did not waste any time on that game. None at all. Yuck. Yuck. 
That's a yuck mouth game right there. I just, No thanks. Knew Baltimore was going to win that one easy. Packers-Niners game I watched kind of off and on since I, I'm, I'm hooked to the Shield right now. Literally, I watched the Shield all day Saturday. Just real quick. I still cannot buy Michael Chiklis as a tough guy. Okay, and, 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 and if you go back and you watch the show, hey, Michael Chiklis, if you're listening and you were wearing those schmedium shirts trying to look like you were a badass and you had the plunging neckline, okay, you got to do some arms, all right? Uh, your, your, your little pea shooters that you got hanging out of them things, they, they look like strings hanging out of your T-shirt. It, it was sad, and, and him a tough guy and a la- – I mean, he fucks everything that walks on that show. I'm like, it's Michael Chiklis. He's got for him to be living up to that. He's got to have a huge dong on that show or something. Too bad his stars won't win the cup. Hey, easy does it there, pal. Uh, King Steve says my wife and I are stoked this weekend. New Law and Order, organized crime, Stabler is the shit. I have, I look, I, I have my my Chicago, and my 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 Law and Order stuff. It it, it it's recorded. Cause see, right now I like honestly I can't I can't get into this yet. I gotta finish the shield. I think rescue me is next, but 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 I'll catch up on all the new stuff. Um, Packers Green Bay game. Look, the Niners played like garbage through that game, and they still won. They're a good team. Shanahan, the head coach, is a Longhorn, so I ain't got nothing bad to say about him. Christian McCafferty is a stud. You you cannot deny Christian. McC- Their defense did not play like dogs, though. All that all that praise that I gave their defense last week, they did not play like the dogs that they are. We'll see if they do this week. And I think rain has something to do with it. Blah 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 blah. So next game up with Lions and Buccaneers. I didn't really waste a lot of time on this game. I'm sorry to all my Detroit people. Uh, I, I'm rooting for Detroit. I am rooting for Detroit. It, it, look, look. I think the Niners beat them, but I will be rooting for Detroit. I don't like Jared Goff. I like the story of Detroit, but it will lead me to my question that I'm about to pose after I talk about the next game, which was last night, the Chiefs and the Bills. Oh. That's bullshit. Fuck State Farm. Um, uh, Chiefs and Bills. Now, I was over the moon that the Bills lost. Why? Because there's a certain bandwagon fan out there, Piss Stain, who lives in Reno, who I absolutely love seeing the Bills lose that game. In Buffalo, With Taylor Swift there, Jason Kelsey taking his shirt off, joining the Bills Mafia. Chiefs win the game 27-24. So now we have championship weekend next weekend. First game will be Sunday at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. My time. It'll be noon your time. The Chiefs and the Ravens. The Ravens are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Joe Murphy and I will talk at length about these games on Thursday. Then the Lions will go to San Francisco. 
Supposed to be decent weather. Both teams 12 and 5. Niners are a six and a half point favorite. <sighs> I think this will be the better of the two games. I, I, I'm going to honestly call this one the Super Bowl. This is the Super Bowl game right here. The Lions and Niners. Whoever wins this game wins the Super Bowl. I'm, I, uh, I, I think the Ravens are a good team. I just don't think that they're going to beat an NFC team. Uh, Stink Kyle's decisions right before halftime had me fuming. Uh, I think I know what. No, you don't know what my question is. As a Niner fan, I want the Chiefs, okay? I'm rooting for Detroit because of the uh, eligible. I hate the Lions, but they got fucked again, so go underdogs. Oh, that guy was not eligible on the fucking line. He reported wrong. Even the coaches come out. Jesus Christ, MAGA Rhino. Fucking Lions fans, stop crying about that. Y'all fucking tried to pull a fast one on the NFL, and the referee caught you. I will be rooting for the Lions. I have a, a, a very, my, my buddy Matt, who lives in Reno, who uh, owns Coach's uh, uh, Sports Bar. He's a huge, he's a, he's a big Michigan guy. Uh, he went to the Lions game, then went to the Red Wings game that night. Uh, very, very big. I, and I'm happy to see this for him. Because, look, he's been a lifelong Lions fan, and if you're a lifelong Lions fan, you've been kicked in the nuts a lot. Hey, Cowboy. Hey, sassy Pammy. You're not just doing this to make your wife jealous, are you? Uh, yep. Still no pudding at the house. Just uh, just letting you know. No no, no coconut pudding at the house there, Pammy. Just, just letting you know. So now here's my question that I have for all of my intelligent, and that's everybody, sports fans on the show. You look at the teams, the Chiefs, the Ravens, the Lions, and the Niners. If you look at the playoffs in general, hold on a second here. Let's go to the divisional round of the playoffs. The Texans, the Packers, the Buccaneers, the Chiefs, the Bills. I mean, I do believe the Browns made the playoffs, so here's my question. If there was no bullshit, I already know where I stand on this question. Um, if there was no bullshit salary cap, would we have the same teams in the playoffs? I'm calling it right now. Piss Stain will be a Lions fan next season. Oh, I don't think so. I think I think he'll stick with Buffalo for one more year. He's usually good to stick around for two years. Yeah, fuck the Chiefs. I'd punch Mahomes in the face just because I still got the Bears by 47. So if these, if the salary cap wasn't in play, would we have the same teams in the playoffs? That's the question I'm posing to all my sports fans out there. Joe Murphy sent me a text back saying, fuck no. And I agree. And I will tell you why I agree here in just a little bit. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company line. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poo. Woo! Alicia, good morning to you. Happy Monday. Alicia, you are a lifesaver. I texted Alicia, I had really, really horrible knee pain. And she said, put a heating pad on it, next day, pain gone. Absolutely gone. Uh, 
Uh, Gold says you'd have San Francisco, Dallas, New York, and the Rams. MAGA Rhino says hell no, and Pittsburgh too. Uh, let let's see some here. Let's take a look. Uh, it's like revenue sharing in the WNBA. I have been against the salary cap since day one. No, I think Niners would still be in, but no way Kansas City, Baltimore, and Detroit are there. Baltimore, I think, is there. Well, maybe not because they were the old Browns. I know the new Browns sure as fucking wouldn't be there. You would have teams like the... the I, I know the Cowboys would be there. I know the Niners would be there. Green Bay would be there because Green Bay used to get in the playoffs every year and they did, when we didn't have a salary cap in the NFL. The salary cap has been designed for one thing and one thing only. And nobody likes it when I say this because a lot of sports fans will go, oh, you're taking it too serious. You're taking it too serious. Well, sports are serious to me, and that's why I take it serious. They have socialized sports. Sorry, i got to move that. There's a hair on my microphone. I keep seeing it. It's throwing me off. Um, They've completely socialized it. They say, well, everybody should get a chance. Well, no. I'm against salary caps. I, I, I want a free market. Where Where is the Better Business Bureau? Uh, do they go to Home Depot and Lowe's and say, hey, y'all can't spend that much money on your advertising? Uh, did I miss something? Hold on. Clean this damn microphone off. There we go. And the answer is no. You, you, you can't tell teams what they can. And, and here we go. Here we go telling teams how much they can and can't spend because it's not fair to the small market teams. I have been in broadcasting for 30 years of my life. That's more than half of my life. Almost getting close to two-thirds of my life. I can tell you right now. Let's see. In the NFL, small market team, uh, one, two, there are two small market teams in the NFL. And I'll, I'll, I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. Both small market teams, and, and by market, they mean television slash radio media market. And they always say, oh, these are small market teams. They, they won't be able to survive. Does anybody know what two small market teams there are out there in the NFL? In the NBA, it's Oklahoma City. But in the NFL, who do you think it is? I'm sorry, one in the NFC, one in the AFC. Look at that. My man Bobby nailed it. 
It's tough being a white man these days. It's tough, I tell you. Chargers used to be the Raiders, Cards and Titans. No, Phoenix is not a small market, neither is Tennessee. Green Bay and Jacksonville are the two smallest markets in the NFL. Green Bay, Kansas City. Kansas City is a big market now due to the fact that you you look at their sports franchises, they got two of the big ones. They used to have a basketball team, but now they play in Sacramento. Hey, y'all see the actual women won Miss America? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, Chargers have zero fans, and that's the Chargers owner's fault. And that's the problem it comes down to. It's the owner's fault when it comes down to this, and owners not willing to spend money. House Payne says, I'd argue mega contracts are what the problem is. Money is the absolute problem, House of Payne. These stupid contracts. See, the next time the players decide, hey, we're a bunch of, bunch of multimillionaires, and we're going to sue and go on strike going against all these multi-billionaires, this is what I want to happen. I'd like for the multi-billionaires to go, okay, fuck you then. What I would like to see the NFL based on is something that we, somebody we talked about, somebody who I hate on this show, but he made a fortune this year. And his name is Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield got a $1.5 million bonus for winning the NFC South at 9-8. and eight. He got all kinds of fucking bonus money due to the way he played. How many times have we seen it? It, it? it doesn't matter what sport it is. It doesn't matter what city it is. Guy signs a humongous contract, and what happens the next year? They turn into donkey shit. Green Bay, Green Bay is a small market. It, it, look, it, it is actually in the city of Green Bay, Wisconsin. The thing that makes Green Bay is that they're owned by the fans. You can buy ownership into the Green Bay Packers. And they have a group of people that oversee things. And when the salary cap was in place, I recall Green Bay being in the hunt because they had good players. They had, they had developed good players. And they didn't sign ridiculous contracts for these guys. I mean, I'm about a, a day or two away from losing my fucking brain due to the fact that Dak Prescott is about to sign an extension for two years with the Cowboys, and it's going to pay him $124 million. Yesterday, had to go get some Kratom. Now, I went to the little shop where little Jesus works. I like to go there because I intimidate him, and he gives me a, a, a good discount now. And uh, I know he's a Cowboy fan even though he looks like Jared Leto and Jesus' love child. And he said, well, Dak deserves the money. And I looked at him, I said, you're out of your fucking mind. He goes, well, Romo deserves money. I'm like, Romo didn't deserve shit. The Detroit Lions have more playoff wins or at least more conference championship appearances than the Cowboys' last two quarterbacks. Green Bay population, 107,000 as of 2021. Yeah, small, small market. Uh, there's Christopher. Great job on the review, Christopher. 
Correctamundo, Arnie, Socialism, Ruining Sports. Had the Stanley Cup not ever been implemented, the majority legacy franchise would have seen more success. 49ers, Cowboys, Steelers, and Packers would be on their 5th, 6th, 7th, 9th Super Bowl championships now, depending on who was able to sign Tom Brady during the 2000s. Imagine if Tom Brady was a Cowboys for the last two decades. Oh, Tom Brady a Cowboy? Oh. To infinity. And beyond. Good morning, ass family. Finally back again. Uh, Green Bay still doesn't bring in free agents. They're good players and are drafted and developed. There's something there. Here's This is what I know. If owners want to spend money, they can, and it doesn't always work. Prime example, New York Yankees, New York Mets. Okay. They have spent million, and, and I'm not. I'm not degrading George Steinbrenner or any of the the Mets ownership groups for doing this because they thought it would work. The Dodgers are doing this right now. They're spending all this money. The Red Sox have done it. My beloved Rangers have done it, and it doesn't always work. But at least they have the capability to do it. There's a certain team out there, a certain baseball team, that didn't win a World Series for 82 years, or at least I I think that was the number. Little team in one of the biggest markets in the entire country, and that's Chicago. And I ain't talking about the White Sox because I don't even acknowledge the White Sox. I'm talking about the Chicago Cubs. Everybody growing up, now once again, I'm old. Growing up, I could not wait to get home to watch Chicago Cubs day baseball games. Because to me, there was nothing better than day baseball, especially when Harry Carey was just fucking hammered by the sixth inning before he sang. Okay? Now, you look at the fans, and you look at, you watch those games, and I remember as a kid watching these Cubs games, and the Cubs were dreadful. They were awful. Andre Dawson won the MVP on a last-place team, and they had some really good players. You look at the talent that went in and out of Chicago with the Cubs. Sean Dunstan, Ryan Ryan Sandberg, Mark Grace. All these great, Greg Maddox. Yet the owners never really put money in the team. And when those guys got to be, not like Sandberg, but when guys developed, Kerry Wood, Sammy Sosa. Sammy Sosa started as a ranger. He was a rookie here, and he went there. Okay? They never won. Why? Because the owners didn't spend money. And do you know why the owners didn't spend money? Is because people wanted to go to Wrigley. If you look at the, the numbers, and I've done this because I'm, I like to party, the Cubs used to draw, and this is back then, around 3 million people a season. Now you got 80 home games, so you divide 80 into 3 million. This, this is their attendance, and you see their attendance numbers. Their attendance numbers are anywhere between thirty and 35,000, which is about what Wrigley holds, if you will. They were always sold out. Why? Because people wanted to go to Wrigley Field. And you see, they had bad owners. 
because the owner said, well, fuck it. We don't have to put money in because people want to come to Wrigley. The owners built something there. And you see, Green Bay has done the same thing. When it comes to Bay, when it comes to football, there's no more legendary field than Lambeau Field. People travel far and wide to go to Lambeau Field. Why? Because it's Lambeau. Jerry Jones is trying to do that with Jerry World, and I'm seeing it happen in front of my own eyes that the Cowboys sell out games. Cheapest tickets in the 400 level are like $600. Why? Because people want to go there. And Jerry's like, well, but Jerry does throw money at his team as much as he's allowed with a salary cap. Get rid of the salary cap. Go back to the league being fun again. Sammy was my favorite player till I seen his arms were half the size of the <laughs> after the steroid deal. Oh, you look at a young Sammy Sosa. He was a beanpole. Oh, yeah, Wrigley always sells out. Oakland is not invested, and they might be playing for a year or two in Sacramento before going to Vegas. I heard that the A's might be playing in Reno. Greater Nevada Field has been open to them. I think that's a great idea. But you look at franchises like that. Oakland. Oakland, San Francisco is kind of a shared market, but they like to say, well, Oakland's a small market. Oakland has awful owners. They lost the A's, and the A's have won championships there. They lost the Raiders. The Raiders won championships there. They lost the Warriors to San Francisco. The Warriors won championships there. Yet the owners did not put money into the stadiums or back into the teams, and they refused to do it. And until we get past this, you're going to see this happen. Indianapolis was not a huge market. But when they had Peyton Manning, they competed. Bonds was a pencil neck stick also. Oh, when he played for the Pirates? Look, look. I'll tell you this right now. Barry Bonds was a Hall of Famer when he played with the Pirates. Only guy since his godfather, Willie Mays, to win the MVP three times. He won it three times when he was in Pittsburgh. I don't know. I know he won it in San Francisco, too, and he's, he's got more MVPs. I'm not saying he only has three. But at that time, and you look at Barry Bonds, and you go, holy shit. And then you look at Barry Bonds the last year he was in San Francisco. Good God. He, he looked like Christian Okoya, old school Kansas City fullback. I love how Sammy suddenly forgot to speak English during the steroid hearings. Well, and now Sammy Sosa's white, or he's some weird color. He's like a clay color. Oakland is trash, and it sucks because I love going to the Coliseum. What I see happening in sports is this, is that non-sports people are taking sports over. And I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not trying to hammer the Swifties. I'm not trying to hammer women. But they look at it and they go, oh, this is a great investment. We're going to invest in this. They don't know anything about it. They aren't football people. They aren't baseball people. They aren't fucking basketball people. The perfect example of that is any dumb fuck in America who owns a professional soccer team. How much money are you losing? Or a WNBA game, which, by the way, I already know they're subsidized 
by the NBA. Nobody goes. Nobody wants to see that. And if you don't put a winner on the field, nobody will come to your games. I'm sorry, that's just the way it is. The one thing that I will always respect about Jerry Jones is this. And it takes a lot for me to say the words respect and Jerry Jones. Uh, Eddie's mama says, good morning, ass family. Been listening to the show later in the day on Spotify for a long time. Decided to finally join in Mixer so I can officially be part of the family. Love you, Arnie, and love the show. Well, Eddie's mama, good morning. The more you pop on, you'll get your own walk-up music. Jerry Jones bought the Dallas Cowboys. It was a tough time here in Dallas because they fired Tom Landry. And if you, if you go to a Cowboys game and you're driving on I-30 and you look up at the pillars and you see a hat etched into the, the side of the pillar, it's it's the Tom Landry freeway. It's how much they love Tom Landry here. And no, he doesn't have a fucking junior high in Arlen. Jerry Jones buys the team. Fires Tom Landry. Hires Jimmy Johnson. Now, I remember this first season so well because the year before, I got to go to the last training camp at Thousand Oaks. And hold on a second. Um, I I went to the training camp, and I got to meet Michael Irvin his rookie year, and it was phenomenal. Christopher, what's going on? I had a quick question, Ernie. Yeah. They don't have a salary cap in baseball, right? Uh, They do revenue sharing, and they tax teams that spend over a certain amount. And then that money is supposed to go to other teams. Uh, perfect example, Milwaukee Brewers, who have never competed for shit because Milwaukee sucks. Their owner at one time was the commissioner, and they get revenue sharing. So they get money from the Yankees or the Red Sox, and they're supposed to put that in their system and develop their system. Rangers, like Teams like the Rangers did put it in their system, and lo and behold, look what the Rangers have done. Right. So, so baseball definitely has a better system, right? Uh, if, if you were to put a gun to my head, yes, it's a better system. It's, it's not the best, but it's better than what the NFL has. Way better. The, the NFL is shit. The NBA, okay. the, the NBA has one of the better ones is that if you've been on a team since your rookie year, you can sign for the most money with that team, encouraging people to be loyal to their teams. One last part. Okay. So the big argument for, for doing the salary cap in the first place was that the smaller teams would be able to put on, uh, or the smaller uh, franchises would be able to put on better teams on the field and attract more fans and make more money. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking a lot. There's a lot of small franchises in baseball. Like, do people go to Padres games? Do people go yes. to Seattle games? Yes, in droves when they win. <laughs> So when this they whole win. argument's completely bullshit from the start, correct? Oh, uh, look, 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 here's the thing. Here's the thing. There's no such thing as a small market team. Right, yeah. If you were that small a market, you wouldn't have a team in the first place. Bingo. Oklahoma City is the smallest sports franchise. I believe the smallest market in all the sports. And I think right. Green Bay is like second. But the thing is, yeah, yeah, yeah. is people go. Because of the legend, because the legend, because it's a legendary team. No, no, no. That, they, that's why they they don't go because 
Green Bay they go because the legendary team. Oklahoma City yeah. goes because there's nothing else to do. Right, exactly. No, no, yeah, yeah. We're totally mm-hmm. on the same path. Yeah. I yeah. just wanted to clear these things up just to make sure that I was that I had this shit right in my head. Oh yeah, you got it. You got it straight. All right, thank you. Bye. All right, buddy. Take care. Drive them kids to school safe. Eddie DeBartolo from the Niners was the same. Bought the winners. Loved him. This is what Jerry Jones has my respect for. That initial year, the year after I went to training camp at Thousand Oaks, the Cowboys had Jimmy Johnson, they had Troy Aikman, had a guy named Steve Walsh on the team who was a quarterback at the University of Miami. Didn't have Emmitt Smith yet. Had Michael Irvin. Didn't have the defense in place. And the Cowboys went undefeated in the preseason. Holy shit. Holy shit, they've gone undefeated in the preseason. How about him, Cowboys? First game of the season, I went to. It's against the San Diego Chargers. And the Cowboys got fucking beat. And you want to know why I remember going to that? Because we had tickets to a Ranger game. This is before they shared parking lots. And Nolan Ryan was pitching. And this was one of Nolan's last seasons. We gave up Ranger tickets to go to the fucking Cowboys game and watch them get the shit beat out of them by the fucking Chargers en route to a 1-15 and season. Jerry Jones insured, and I don't even think they have these anymore. I don't even think they have the blackout rules anymore. But if you did not sell 80% of your tickets by Thursday at noon, your local television market would not get the game. There's been a lot of teams. The Raider fans, you know what I'm talking about. Raider fans that live in, in, in Sacramento, your games would be blacked out because you didn't sell out. Well, then they changed the rules, and they said 80% of available tickets, which means every game now is a sellout, even though San Diego was not selling out games. A lot of teams, Carolina wasn't selling out games. But you see, they changed the rules. Before they changed the rules, Jerry Jones said, no. I'm going to make sure that the Dallas Cowboys will never be blacked out in the city of Dallas. And Jerry Jones invested his own money and sponsored up with a, a grocery store chain. I believe it was Kroger. And every Cowboys game was sold out, thanks to Jerry Jones, because he didn't want the games to be blacked out. So I will give him that. Now, what he's done since then after winning the Super Bowl, he's shit all over the city of Dallas, so fuck him. But I'll always remember that. But that's what a good owner does. Good owners don't don't show up fucking passed out in their apartment like Jim Ursay just did last week in Indianapolis. He's back on the pills. Philadelphia Eagles spend money. The Giants spend money. The the Commandos have spent money. Look at all the old Super Bowls. Washington's in there. I look at my division. My division is the greatest division of all NFL time. I'm just going to tell you this right now. The NFC East, and if you want to battle me on this, you just lost the argument because I'm going to explain it to you. The NFC East is the only conference in the NFL where every team's won a Super Bowl. Let's see. We'll go through AFC East. Uh, Buffalo Bills, no. All right, they're out. AFC North, Baltimore Ravens, they've won one. Cleveland Browns, no, they're out. Um, AFC South, Texans, no, they're out. 
AFC West, Kansas City, yes. Raiders, yes. Denver, yes. Chargers, no, they're out. NFC North, Detroit Lions, no, they're out. Only two in that division, the Bears and the Packers won. NFC South, Tampa Bay's won. New Orleans is won. Atlanta, out. NFC West, San Francisco, 1-1. Rams, 1-1. Seattle, 1-1. Uh-oh. And then the Arizona Cardinals, out. Dallas Cowboys, five. New York Giants, four. Washington Commandos, three. Philadelphia Eagles, one. All of one. Best of it. And all those teams in the past have paid. I just learned something new. Tom Landry played for uh, the AFFC uh, New York Yankees. I had no idea that he was once a uh, football team known as the Yankees. Yes. And do you know where Tom Landry one of the greatest coaches of all time went to college. Oh, it's true. It's true. Two hundred and twenty-two days until college football season starts. I'm not geared up for it or anything. Going to take a Dak steamer on Dallas with that extension. Oh, Cowboys, look, Cowboys ain't going to be good. Cowboys ain't going to win for two years. As long as Dak Prescott's the quarterback, Mike McCarthy's the head coach, Cowboys ain't going to win. And I'll, I'll go even one further. Until Jerry Jones dies. Because I don't think his son Steven is that stupid. I think his son Steven sees it on the writing on the wall and says we need an actual general manager. Somebody, I don't know, like John Lynch. Somebody who kind of knows the game rather than some old liver-spotted, fucking weird, creepy-ass old man. He's 83 years old. Hell, I'm surprised he ain't running for fucking president. He's right in the same age rank as everybody else. I don't. The Niners have five Super Bowl rings. The Steelers are the only team that has six. By the way, you want to talk about markets? Pittsburgh's not the biggest market in the world, never has been. Yet they have more Super Bowl rings than anybody. Well, they're, they're tied with New England. New England's it's Boston, so that's still a big market. But they've got six. New, yeah, New England's got six. That makes me sick that they have more than us. Oh, God. Pittsburgh having more than this hurts me because we should have had one of those. Jackie Smith, you son of a bitch. I hate you, Jackie Smith. Niners have five. I think there's another team that has five. I don't know. Uh, but, look, the playoffs happened this week. I think it was a great weekend of football. I'm just, I don't know. I'm old school. I, I wish they would just take sports back. Look, look, we could go on a whole tirade about fucking NASCAR. I haven't watched a NASCAR race completely. And, and by the way, I got a question for you NASCAR fans out there. This fucking bullshit race that they have at the L.A. Coliseum every year, I got to tell you, I am so anti that because they try to say that's the beginning of race season. No. No. N the beginning of race season is the Daytona 500. The end. That's all there is to it. Hook'em. Good morning. 222 days until 
we start our assault on college football and the SEC. You know, I think after the Longhorns score 100 in a game, no, a football game, I think I will do what I, if I have to sell my kidney, I'm going to sell a kidney so I go to that fucking pit. And this is, you guys all want me to have a camera on? I will wear a body cam when I go to College Station. Yep, I, I think that, that when we're beating people 102 to 6, I think that last game of the season, or second to last game of the season, November 27th, I believe, at College Station, oh, I'm going. I am going and I am assaulting some fucking Aggies. Oh, is that going to be an ass whooping? Whoo, daddy. I hope the Longhorns score 200 that game. I haven't watched NASCAR since Gordon retired. I haven't watched since Dale Earnhardt died. It's too hard. I love Dale Earnhardt. Dale Earnhardt was the epitome of a winner. He did everything he could to win. There's never been a driver like Dale. There never will be a driver like Dale ever again. A, because... Well, that DNA is gone. Thanks, Dale Jr., you pussy. But men aren't like... uh, There's only a few of us that are raising boys to become men like that. Like Dale Earnhardt. A man's man. And when he died, it changed all of NASCAR. I, I hate the fact that there are teams in NASCAR. NASCAR used to be an individual sport. Every man for himself, and I didn't leave out women, because Danica Patrick was single-handedly the worst race car driver to ever live. And it wasn't because she's a woman. It's because she sucked at driving and just so happened to be a woman. What's the difference between 80% of tickets and 80% of available tickets? Ah, good question, Kale. Fair question. So... 80% 80% of tickets. If you have a stadium that, that has 100,000 people, 80% of tickets is 80,000 tickets you have to sell. Now, if you say the available tickets are only 40,000 because there are 40,000 or, 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 or we'll, we'll say 60,000 or, or whatever. We'll, we'll keep it at 40. We'll say that there are 60,000 season ticket holders. Those tickets are not available. So now all the team has to do is sell 40,000 tickets. And if 80% of that is sold, they can have the games on. And it's, it, 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 the season tickets, they're starting, the numbers go up crazy. It's a 10-year wait list, at least in Green Bay, to be a season ticket holder. And, and that's what they're doing now, available tickets. Uh, I'm sure if all the gangbangers right outside the Coliseum, probably there's still an opportunity for Grand Theft Auto when NASCAR comes to town. Well, I don't understand that race. I don't, I don't know. Is, is it even a race or is it a, because it, it's dumb? The track can't be that big. I've never watched it because, well, it's NASCAR, and NASCAR sucks now. When Dale Earnhardt died, when they started letting teams show up, when they got rid of the stars and bars... And then the whole Bubba Wallace incident where he saw a noose, which was actually just a rope hanging on a garage so they could close it. The FBI gets involved. All this shit gets involved. It's NASCAR. 
for everybody that wants to be so high and mighty and, oh, I'm a NASCAR fan, look at me, I drink high bourbon, high dollar bourbon and scotch. You know where NASCAR started? NASCAR was started by old white lightning bootleggers. They would soup up their cars so they could outrun the police. You want to, and it, we're, we're talking moonshine. We're talking about redneck as shit. And you're a fan of that now? Interesting. Uh, Sawyer's sorry, sorry, dad, good morning to you, my friend. Says, good morning, Arnie. The Chicago track is 2.8 or three and a half miles long. I ain't talking about Chicago track. I'm talking about the, uh, the Coliseum in L.A. Uh, I think NASCAR went woke and they got rid of Winston and started the tail. Yes. Yes. It, I'll always. <laughs> Donald, I, I still to this day call it the Winston Cup. I thought the Winston Cup was something I didn't realize. That, and my mom smoked Winston's. I never knew that they were the main sponsor. But, yeah, you're absolutely right. When they got rid of Winston, I was done. That one's a quarter mile. It's tiny. Yeah, okay, thank you, Sawyer's dad. Did you know Moonshiners also invented the toothbrush? If they didn't, it would be called a teeth brush. (laughs) You know what, Chuck? Chuck, you get something new here. This one's just for you, Chuck. (laughs) Bam. Chuck bringing it home. Now, since we're talking about sports, and I don't want to go to break yet because I'm, I, hey, it's Monday. We're just going with things. We haven't even started the show yet, people. Can you believe that? We have talked for an hour and, and 13 minutes, and we haven't even started the show. I mentioned that Ron DeSantis has gotten out of the race and he endorsed Trump. Okay, so I did one story. But I'm not doing the next story that I have planned because I want to talk about this since we're talking about sports. Since we're ruining sports, <laughs> Chuck takes a bow. Um, over the weekend, golfer Haley Davidson won a golf tournament, uh, the NXXT Women's Golf Tour. Now, I guess this is like the uh, this is like the minor league tour for the ladies. So you got the regular ladies tour that nobody watches. And then you have the minor league one, which really nobody watches. A, it's girls golf. Sorry, not sorry. Now, before I get into the story, I used to play golf with an LPGA professional. Her name was Erica Wyckoff. She went to the University of Indiana. And she was on tour for four years until she lost her card. She got hurt. She lost her card. She never really got back into it. And I will say this right now. She is my guiding example when I talk about women in sports and things like that. I am never going to be able to beat Cheryl Swoops in basketball. You want to know why? Because she trained her whole life for that. She trained her whole life, and she's a good basketball player. But if Kevin Garnett was to go up against her, Cheryl Swoops wouldn't score a point. Just going to tell you that right now. Same thing goes for golf. I got to play against a professional golfer. No, not Natalie Golbus. Dick. But Erica, who trained every day of her life growing up, and she was, she was a couple years younger than me, 
Uh, she she was a big listener of the show, and she loved playing golf with us, and she could get us on golf courses for free, so we always took her with us. And she pushed us because she would always kick our ass. She would always beat us, and she played from the same tee boxes that we did. The problem is that she trained her whole life for that, so of course she's going to be regu- better than some guy who goes out and plays three times a week. So this, uh, this golfer, Haley Davidson, won the Women's Classic in a playoff. Playoff? Playoff? Smitten. Thank you, Blueberry. Uh, <laughs> the problem with female golfers is they claim they won't date or get into relationships until they accomplish their goals, but then end up doing so before meeting their goals. Yeah, like the next week when she's dating Ben Roethlisberger. Fucking tramp. So, Davidson won in a playoff over the weekend to earn a tour exemption, which is a big deal, which means you don't have to worry about sponsorship money. You don't have to worry about winning. Everything's taken care of. And the top 10 players on the Epson tour go to the LPGA where they go from making tens of dollars to twenties of dollars. <laughs> oh, man, the LPGA is littered with hundred airs. <laughs> but I'm leaving something out. What am I leaving out here? Oh, I know what I'm leaving out. Haley Davidson is a transgender. Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. That means Haley Davidson was a dude who grew up playing golf with dudes, which means he grew up hitting the ball 300 yards plus, which he lies about and says, it's crazy the amount of misinformation, hatred I've received. Um... All these people think I hit it 300 or 280. How about 250 on a good day? <laughs> you are a fucking lady. Does your husband play? You only hit it 250 with what? Your two iron? Yeah, a dude go out and beat a bunch of gals on tour. A guy who'd probably been hanging around playing on the fucking Hooters tour, playing on every fucking under tour there is because there's plenty of them. He's been playing against men, and he was raised as a man, and he is bigger, he's stronger, he's faster, and he will always be. So if you put somebody who's been doing the exact same training that a female's been doing a male, the male is going to beat her. It's physics. That's all it is. Physics. Whoa, physics. Cecilia Medic, I've changed your uh, intro because I, I, I needed a little shorter one. I, you might like, if you don't like this one, I can change it back. But good morning, Cecilia Medic. Today I'm going to show you how to dress like a mob wife. There you go, right there. Good morning, all late to the game this morning. Just had a great conversation with an old friend. Going to make it today, my bitch. Good for you. And biology. You think it's catty gets confused when it's asked for its balls to be cleaned? I am so tired of seeing these quote-unquote, women celebrated for beating, their men beating women at sports. That's all this is. 
I want you to think about that. This isn't like, uh, this is a physical game. A physical game that you've been training for your whole life and you take on a girl. You beat a girl. See, there is no winning in certain situations. If you are playing a chick in sports, there's no winning. Because, of course, you as the man should win if it's a physical sport. I'm not talking about mental stuff here. I'm not trying to look, look here. Uh, mentally capable women are equal to men. If not smarter, I would say. But this isn't about physical, this isn't about mental stuff. I mean. You're just a woman with a small brain. With a brain a third the size of us. It's science. That's as dumb as letting women vote. Ladies can do stuff now. See? And you're going to have to learn how to deal with it. You listen to Machete, okay? Look. But not sports. Not sports. Now, if it, and, and it was great because women who wanted to be athletes and wanted to play, they formed their own leagues against other women who also wanted to play but got tired of getting beat by the men all the time. And there is nothing wrong. Annika Sornstam is the greatest female golfer to ever live. And there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing at all. Could Annika Sornstam ever beat Tiger Woods, Jack Nicholas, or Ben Hogan one-on-one for 18 holes? The answer is no. No. It wouldn't happen. It just wouldn't happen. She's the best female golfer to ever play. She'd whoop my ass, of course. There's nothing wrong with being the best female athlete in whatever sport it is. But for some reason, we're having this this stupid conversation to where now men are having sex changes and participating in women's sports. Or at least they're saying they're having sex changes. We had a swimmer who we talked about all last year, Leah Thomas, who still ain't had the ding-dong surgery, but was allowed to compete against females at a college level where he was actually on scholarship on the male side. Oh, John Daly. Oh, what John Daly said about this fucking person, this uh, Haley whatever, Hal Davidson, we'll call him. Hal, not Haley. John Daly says, shit, I should have thrown on a skirt. I would have won 100 tournaments. He said, this guy's about as feminine as my Ford F-150. Well, your Ford F-150 is feminine. If you would would have used, like, a, a Chevy reference, it would have made your point better, John. But I, I get what you were trying to say. What if Tiger Woods said, oh, you know what? And, 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 and here's, the, here's the weird thing. All you have to do is say you identify as it. I identify as a female. Well, that means you can play female sports now. Can you imagine if Tiger Woods decided to go, well, I identify as a woman. I'm going to play on the LPGA Tour. Now, tour rating, ratings would go through the roof, first of all, to see Tiger Woods in a, in a skirt play golf. Tiger would destroy all those women. She's got a kink. 
Why are women still competing when a trans is in it? I don't get it. Because, you know what, I, Steve, that's a great question. I've seen that question a lot. Because I've seen a lot of women pull out of events. It's <laughs> the only time a woman can pull out. Yeah. Hashtag sexual innuendo. Yeah, sometimes I do the show for myself, people. I respect the women that pull out of the sporting events because they don't want to compete against the transgender. But I also respect the shit out of women who stay in the event to still try to win. It, it, that right there is one of those weird gray areas that you got to walk. I don't blame any woman who says, fuck that bullshit. I ain't competing against this man. We've had tons of stories happen in the last year, ever since this Leah Thomas bullshit. And it didn't even start with her. Let's all remember. And it was reported where? Right here at ArnieRadio.com. Two track athletes in Connecticut. Two black male athletes who were ranked respectively 455th and like 480th in all of boys' track and field in Connecticut. They said, oh, well, in high school, we, we, we're, we're, we're girls. So they let them go to the girls' team, and lo and behold, they went from ranked 480th to first and second. Both won their events or finished first, second in all the events they did and were awarded college scholarships. Don't believe me? Look it up. It's all true. They were awarded, and and this is happening all over the country. Boys are being awarded scholarships to play girls' sports. Those two boys didn't have bottom surgery, and I would imagine that as soon as their college careers are over or they've had enough of this bullshit, lo and behold, they're going to become men again. I can't wait for Leah Thomas. Leah Thomas is going to go back saying she went back to being a man because she was tired of being persecuted as a female. I'm telling you right now, you give her some time, some some air, I'm not going to let it go. When Leah Thomas comes back out and Lee Thomas is a dude again, I am fucking going to savagely eviscerate that piece of garbage. Because all we're doing is ruining sports for girls. Plus four and one. Damn, I was uh, doing that when I was in high school. (laughs) The dude won a tournament at plus four. There's plenty of women on the LPGA Tour that will mop the greens with him. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yes, there are. Because he's not even that good. If he's if he's only bragging about hitting at 250, he can never compete against men. Now, let's go to that scenario, shall we? Um, Haley Griner's the, the the swimmer who is so anti uh, Lee Thomas. Who I, I support this girl. This is the girl that was attacked in, in Berkeley when she was speaking. I discovered women are called faggot a lot. Yeah. I've seen that. That video's great. Um, 
I ask this question all the time, and people laugh, and they kind of blow it off. But here's my question. I want you guys to answer it. Hold on. Let me get the Jeopardy music ready because I got to put a dip in. Um, why do you think we don't see a lot of women like uh, Elliot Page or when she was whatever, Ellen Page, the Juno chick, who said, no, I'm a dude, and cut his tits off and grew a dick. Um, who's now a quote-unquote actor. Um, why is it we don't see more women saying they, uh, they're men and playing in men's sports leagues? Why is that? Riley Gaines, that's it, okay. I'm sorry. Fuck your mama. Good morning, hot mama. Hope you're doing good. Uh, v Coop says because they'll get killed. Uh, who else is going to make the sandwiches? Buckets, God damn it! No, I was looking for a real answer there, and V Coop gave it to me. Because they know they couldn't compete. They just know they couldn't compete. The worst player in the NBA, the absolute worst white guy, possibly Asian, no offense, Mage, um, the worst NBA player, could beat every WNBA player there is. If they were to do one-on-one, the NBA player would win every single game. Didn't hear the whole question, but the answer is because they cannot compete against men and they have no morals. So, Dad, you're absolutely right, because they can't compete against men. And I'm not saying they can't compete. And, and so many people... So many libtards, so many fucking people that want to get their feelings hurt hear me say that and go, how dare you say that? I'm not saying it to be mean. It's like when I use it. This is why the English language, we fucking ruined it. When we talk about numbers of people, that's what we mean. I can't even think of the fucking word now because I'm so flustered. Minority. Oh, my God, you called me a minority. Well, yeah, because there's less of you than there are of white people. Sorry, that's just, it, it, it's words, it's math. I'm not trying to be racist here. And when I say women couldn't compete with men, they couldn't. I'm not saying they don't have it in them. They don't have the fight in them. They don't have it. They would not compete. The men would win everything. LaRon would beat any WNBA player in a crying contest. Jordan, at his age, could beat any WNBA player because their boobs get in the way. I like my original walk-up saying I'm related to, okay, all right, then you know what? You're getting it back. That, that's easy. Hold on a second. We're, we're just going to do that real fast. Um, let's see. We'll do this. Let's see, we'll go here, and then we'll go. I think it's here. There we go. We go here. We go here. Oh, crapola. 
crapola. It didn't work. Hold on, let's see. Mm-hmm. So this was your original. In the name of the Father, the Son, and go. the Holy Ghost, you will now drive a Camaro, hate every minute of your yearly vacation to Italy, and get very upset when your sister starts to date. Hey! There you go. All right, it's back now. Uh, people can't take the truth. Well, I and and here's the thing: I don't understand why. I don't understand why. Why? I mean, like, like on, I, I, I have a very, very hard time with that. I want somebody, I try to learn on this show as much as I try to entertain and, and possibly give you guys information, but why is it that people... You can't handle the truth! Yeah, I was looking for it because I lost it. Um, why? It's nothing against you. The truth is... Just that. It's the truth. Sicilian Max says, most women realize they can't physically compete against men. It is uh, truly science. Doesn't mean we're not capable, but the odds are stacked against us. Yes, you are absolutely right. And I'm not putting you down. See, everybody thinks that's a put down. When I say women can't compete against it's not. Now, I can mean it in a put down. If you want me to, you know that I can be kind of surly. People need to get over their fucking, their feelings. I swear to God. I, 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 I know that they're, they're making a big deal because the Black National Anthem is going to be sung again before the Super Bowl. Um, and Reba McIntyre is doing this year's uh, National Anthem, which is the song. Feeling. Whoa, 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 feeling. Hey, other countries, now's the time to invade. We are what we, I I like to refer to as flaccid America. No, Reba's not singing the black. I don't know who is singing the national black one. I I haven't seen that, though. Uh, what the fuck is the black national anthem? I didn't know they lived in a different country. Uh, it's lift every voice and sing. I used to have it, but I deleted it because it's an awful song. It, it's just not a very good song. It's, it's, it's just not. And I don't mean that because it's the black national anthem before anybody gets their feelings hurt. It's a shitty song. It's like one of the songs that Nickelback didn't release. So once again, all this stuff, all this stuff that we do, and I can go back to the beginning of the show and tie this in. You ready? Why are salary caps in place? Why do we say that women can now play and men can play in sports leagues for women? Why? Because we're worried about people's feelings. We don't want to hurt the feelings of the Detroit Lions fans or the Cleveland Browns fans. When when 
the when the salary cap came out, I said on the air, and this is a long fucking time ago. I said the only reason why the salary cap's in place, socialism. And I got a big eye roll from that. And I said they want every single team to win a Super Bowl. Why? Because it sells more jerseys. The NFL is a business, people. It truly is. And it's not run by the guys who used to run it when it was a sport that just so happened to make money. Now it's a multi, I would say almost trillion dollar event, the NFL. And it's run by people that run businesses, not football teams, not sports leagues. It's run business-wise. What's going to make you the most money? Well, if we sell jerseys for every single team, like they're going out of style, well, we're going to make a ton of money. I said it back then on the air. I said, I will stop watching the game when the Super Bowl is Cleveland against Detroit. They're teams that wouldn't spend money, and they always put dog shit on the field. No matter what their draft picks were, no matter what they did, they put dog shit on the field because they had shitty owners. Teams like that don't deserve to win. So, next year possibly, when we have a Cleveland Browns Detroit Lions football Super Bowl, I will no longer watch. It's the American National Anthem. Taylor Swift isn't hel- is helping. Yeah, look, and that's no fault of hers. She fell in love with some dick that she likes now. She, she likes getting dicked down by the Kelsey boy, or I think he's going to take her last name if they do get married. Um, and she goes to games, and she's the biggest entertainer on the planet. If I'm the NFL, I'm, I am flying her. She doesn't even have to fly her own jet. Of course I want her at my games. You know why? Because people watch the games just to see her for two seconds. And by the way, I don't have a problem with that. The NFL wants to make money. That's fine. Do that. It's bringing the wrong fans, and and here's here's where we run into the problem. Brings the wrong fans to the game when they go, oh, that was really bad. That was rough. That was wrong. And we've changed rules. We've made the game a lot softer. Why? Because more women watch the game now. This goes back to when we were kids. Well, here's yet another reason. I'm, I might just fucking ramble on this all fucking day. Boys are stupid. The end. Oh, Arnie, be nice to Ford owners just because Ford F-150s drive so happen to enjoy the taste of testicles it doesn't mean they're gay they're just confused they need jesus when i see a ford owner just don't see a man with a sore asshole i see someone with a horrible past i see a victim of trauma which is why taylor swift is being over broadcasted games bringing more female fans and you know what female fans do they spend money in radio we cared about one number and one number only. And that was when, when you broke it down in demographics, if you're on a rock station, 18 to 34-year-olds, you should be number one with a bullet because you are that demographic. 
you're playing fucking rock music. Now, they don't spend money. Men between 25 and 54, they spend a little bit more money. And you're always looking for that 25 to 54 number. But if you get women 25 to 54, uh, cha-ching. That would be your name. If you were a, if you were a Chinese billionaire, your name would be Cha-Ching. I love old school rough football. Sassy Pam, it's because we're we're from a different era. You and I, people like us, we're from a different era where we knew. Going back to when I say boys are stupid. Boys do stupid, stupid things growing up. Girls, if you remember correctly, remember back when you were a little kid, the girls used actual logic at some points. I don't know what, at what point women stop using logic. But when they're girls, they use logic. And, and for example, you don't see a lot of girls playing the game bloody knuckles in the bathroom. Boys play bloody knuckles. They hit a wall to see whose hand can bleed first. That's the stupidity of boys. The catch era? Fuck you, Pammy. Where's my pudding? God damn it. Boys do stupid shit. And I'm not saying that there aren't girls out there. Look, I know Cowboys girl, you probably did all that stuff. White, whitewash says smear the queer. You throw the ball straight up in the air, and whoever catches it gets hit by like 15 people. That's smear the queer. Now, we can't even call it that anymore. Smear the LGBTQ X plus one. We didn't mean anything by it. We, it was queer that you got the ball. It was queer that you picked up. The only time you ever picked up the ball and smear the queer, and, and you, that's how that was the kickoff. That's how the game would start. You threw the ball in the air, and if anybody ever scored, you throw the ball in the air. That's the kickoff. And then you beat the shit out of the guy, and then the guy kind of rugby styles it and throws it out of there, and you pick it up, and you try to score with it, and then 15 guys tackle you. Didn't see a bunch of girls out there playing smear the queer. I saw girls jumping in patterns. Hopscotch. They, they physically fit, not the fat ones, but, you know, they're jumping rope. I didn't even like jumping rope as a kid. Now it's really stupid. Even though I saw a great invention the other day, you know that they have ropeless jump rope now? Can you even call it jump rope if there ain't a rope? You get two handles and these knobs that hang out, right, and they got little balls at the end of them, and you just, you, <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Well, I, I got to find this for you. Uh, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> Ropeless jump rope. There it is. <laughs> Here you go. Uh, This is how we've dumbed down society so much. We have ropeless jump rope. You swing these things around and hop up and down. See, there's a coordination value that goes into jump rope, which makes jump roping fucking tough. 
Now we said, well, you know what? There are some people out there that don't have a whole lot of good hand-eye coordination, so let's just cut the rope off, and we'll put these weighted balls at the end, and it feels like you're swinging it. This is insane. Why can't you have a jump rope? Because you can't jump rope. I like one of the images of a girl. I didn't know any girl growing up that couldn't jump rope. I still can't jump rope. And it's physically exhausting. But we're different. We've been different since the beginning of time. (laughs) Jazz Flores just texted me. We live in the dumbest period of Earth history. Neanderthals are smarter than we are. Ropeless jump rope. That's all I did. I, I Googled in ropeless jump rope. It was the first thing that came up. The fat ones can't. Very true. Alicia, very true. Fat ones don't. I didn't like doing that double Dutch shit or when you had one person swinging that big ass rope. Didn't like that. Didn't like it. Uh uh-uh. uh. Too cardio taxing for me. I think I'd have a stroke in the middle of it. By the way, I did heavy shoulders today. I'm throwing some shit up today, boy. Bam. Heavy arm day on Wednesday. Looking forward to that. But once again, we're different. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being called a minority. There's nothing wrong with saying women can't compete against men on a physical level. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not being sexist. I'm not being mean. I'm not talking down to people. I'm not even fucking being racist. It's just these are these are true statements that nobody should get upset over. Dave Cole, I'm sorry. I did not play this earlier. I saw you were here. It says, I wonder if they have workless work days. Oh, I'm sure they do. King Steve says, I shot myself by hitting a bullet with a hammer when I was seven. That's boys. It, yes. My grandmother, who I've talked about at length on this show, Edna, used to always remind me, about how stupid of a kid I was because I took one of her bobby pins, that's what she called it, a hairpin, and I, at two years old, stuck it in an electrical socket because we didn't have those cool plastic caps back then, and it shot me across the room. Do you know why I did that? Because I was a dumb boy. How'd you do it, dodgeball? I wasn't bad because I had a good arm and I could catch. I had great hands. So dodgeball, if if I was, like, trying to run away and got hit, then I was a huge target. Nobody wanted to pick me because I was a big fucking target. But another game that we've fucking gotten rid of because, oh, it it singles out the weak. No, the game doesn't single single out the weak. The weak single out the weak. We already know who they are. It doesn't take a game of dodgeball to know that this person's a weak person and that we can hammer them. Your pudding should be there by Friday. Thank you, Pammy. Awesome. Sweet. Coconut pie next week. Looking forward to that. 
Did you know the NFL? Brock Purdy. And they like to bring this up about Brock Purdy every once in a while, but they got rid of it. He was the last pick in the draft, which is known as Mr. Irrelevant. That's right. The last guy in the NFL draft was always known as Mr. Irrelevant. And during at some point, Mr. Irrelevant would go out with the, the top five picks and they would have to buy him dinner. It's like a tradition in the NFL. They got rid of it because that was mean to say somebody was irrelevant. I'm not kidding. Most of those guys don't make the teams, let alone lead their team to the NFC Championship game again. Brock Purdy took that title of Mr. Irrelevant and says, here, hold my beer. I I hate the 49ers. I, I hate them. But I have to say that because of Brock Purdy, there's a part of me that is rooting for him. Oh, God. Made me almost puke. Because he is what every fucking kid should look at and aspire to be. He doesn't have as much athletic talent as Dak Prescott. When it comes down to being a raw athlete, he doesn't have as much as Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. It's funny, though, that he's gotten to places that Dak's never gotten. Why? I got something to play for you here. It's from a guy who I admire a whole lot. And I was going to use this as a show opener. Um, But this guy has been regarded to as the greatest bull rider to ever live. Tough for me to say that because he's not a Texan. And I love Ty Murray. Or Donnie Gay. This is a fellow by the name of J.B. Mooney. J.B. Mooney, who just recently retired, has said this. A teaspoon of try will outdo a bucket of talent any day. You can have all the talent in the world, but if you don't have a little bit of try to go with it, it's not going to get you very far. A teaspoon of try will outdo a bucket of talent. And Brock Purdy has shown that over and over again. Guys like that. Junior Seau wasn't a top pick. He was a middle-of-the-road pick, and he's in the Hall of Fame. Daryl Moose Johnson. Not that athletic, but talented enough to where he should be in the Hall of Fame. You look at these guys that weren't the top picks, that made long careers, are in the Hall of Fame, have multiple Super Bowl rings. Why? Because they have that try in them. <laughs> I just fell in love with you a little more in a non-gay way. Thank you, Warbird. No, but I look at Brock Purdy and I look and I go, that right there, he, he is the perfect example of what hard work gets you. You can have all the talent in the world, but if you are not willing to work, you're going to fucking get beat by that hardworking person. I was lucky in my career. I had a lot of talent, but I wasn't afraid of hard work. And like it or not, I will say this about the old, old show. That those were the most talented people that I ever worked with in my career. And they were the most professional. And they brought it every day. Every single day they were there to work. Now, we got a lot of vacation time, and it was paid time off. But when we were there, we busted our ass. 
We worked. We didn't rely on our talent. We worked. And guys like that, but we're not teaching that anymore. Instead, we're handing everything to everybody. Hey, look at you. You are participating. You get a trophy. Oh, I'm, I'm taking this all the way back to even that. You want to talk about something that drives me fucking nuts? Cornelius! Soul Trey. Good morning, my friends. This is morning, AIG and family. Sorry I'm late. The Niners got lucky. Hey, they won. Let's go all the way back to that, shall we? I know I'm blowing your minds today. The day we started handing out participation trophies was the end of real sports. It was the end. You have kids that show up and they, well, I I shouldn't even say they show up because they're just there physically. They aren't there to play. Sal's not talented. The show's only good when uh, you and Scott. No, I, I will say this. The Sal, the, the Sal could take it. This this is a problem. A lot of people don't understand this. Um, to be in that studio with the two of us, the two males that were in there, that were very, very talented and tried to outwork each other, there aren't a lot of people that could have sat in that chair. And I give the Sal up until 2016 or 15, whenever I, I, I no longer was there. Nobody tried harder than her. We said some very, very bad things about her. We, we made fun of her so much, and she took it. She took it. Sometimes she fought back. Sometimes she fought back too much and ruined things. And we had to put her in her place and tell her, no, this is what it is. We're not meaning this. We're just doing this to to get by. She had talent. She had talent to take it on the chin. I will always give her credit for that. I'll never take that away from her. Oh, I got to tell you, that will, eh. When she would take on herself, eh, you're such a fat pig. Eh, Who are you calling a fat pig, you fat pig? If anybody, that's the one voice I miss doing more than any other. Eh. Why is my last name Key? I don't get it. Oh, like the E-R. Once we started handing trophies to everybody, there was no desire to play. You remember as a kid? I know I haven't played the Go Back in Time music, so we'll play it here. You remember what trophies used to mean to you as a kid? They were everything. You wanted that trophy. That terrible fake marble and plastic, bright blue or green, possibly red, with the little athlete on top, whether it was a football player, a baseball player, a rodeo clown. I don't know. I don't care what the thing was. Dave Co. I'll never forget my second place bowling trophy. Second place wasn't bad. We didn't want it, though. We wanted the first place trophy. We wanted the big trophy. 
third place trophy sucked. I mean, honestly, in my opinion, second place trophy sucks too, but at least it was better than the third place. You remember the, the first place trophy was big, big old honker, like three tiers. Even the second trophy was like multi-tiered, maybe two tiers. And then the third place trophy was either like a little bitty statue or, or, or a, a, a medal. But that's why you played. You didn't, you, you, look, I didn't play in, in, in Little League Baseball and Pony League Baseball. I didn't play so I could learn social skills with other kids. I didn't play because I, I love the feeling of the outdoors. I played because I wanted to win. I played to show how good I was. I wanted to be the best. That's why I played. I played on some bad teams, too, growing up. Some really bad teams. And sadly, yes, I was the best player on those bad teams. We didn't get trophies. Until I was on a good team. And then we got a trophy. You know how much that trophy meant to me? You know, being fucking mangled in a fucking long move. But I worked my ass off, and I won that trophy. That's what we used to teach our kids. Now, I don't see a whole lot of difference between a participation trophy and a first-place trophy. And if you're handing shit to kids whose brains aren't developed, hey, they're getting, they're getting awarded for doing nothing. I threw it against my bedroom wall and broke the bowler off it. I was humiliated over it. Yeah, because you didn't want a second-place trophy. Dave Coe, because you're a winner. These are the people that, people that listen to this show are winners, and they aren't afraid to call themselves winners because they know how hard they've worked in life, and they know what they've gotten. They've gotten through their accomplishments. I don't butter it up for people. I was fucking awesome at my job. I was, and I know that a lot of you, and I know I know a lot of you, and you were awesome at your job, and there's nothing wrong with that. There was nothing being awesome with being awesome at whatever you decided to do. Warbird and I played uh, a few seasons of softball together. We were known as Team Creatine. Now, I wasn't. I was just a fat, stronger guy. I, I wasn't stronger than anybody on the team. I was just fat big. I played with nothing but fucking Adonises. And we destroyed people in tournaments. We beat a team once 55 to 1. 55 to 1. I hit the cycle of home runs in that game. Why? Because there was a steak dinner on the line between Matt Tonkin and Bebo and I. Played at Shadow Mountain. I hit a grand slam, a two-run shot, a three-run shot, and a solo hit. Home run. The cycle. And I was talking shit, too. Correction, I'm loser and support a losing franchise for decades on end. Plus, I'm delusional and believe this is our year for the Raiders. <laughs> now, we can't help who we root for. You're a lo- See what that shows to me, Douglas? Loyalty. It's another thing 
that the Ass family is, is loyal. I often talk about a person on this show named Piss Stain, who, I will tell you this right now, I am surprised that this person is still a Yankees fan. No, no offense to Yankee fans out there, but y'all haven't been good lately. And this guy jumps franchises like a champ. Was a New York Giants fan. Then became an Oakland Raiders fan. I said, the hell with the Raiders. I'm going to become a Bears fan. Well, the Bears ain't no good. Well, I'm now going to become Buffalo Bills fan. That's not loyalty. I've been a Cowboys fan. The end. I've been a Rangers fan. The end. I waited 50 years to win a World Series, and if I haven't told you yet, the Rangers won the World Series this year. Uh, You were strong as hell. You had the Pythons to represent. You better recognize. Yes, it was either Team Creatine or the team you better recognize. Nobody fucked with that team. So who won? Oh, I won the steak dinner. Oh, yeah, you put food on the line, I'm winning that fucking bet. And that's back when I thought the Outback was a fancy steakhouse. We went there, had a big old ribeye, baked potato, salad, some blooming onion, and I had the chocolate thunder from down under because that was delicious. See, and that's another thing there. Can't do that anymore. When I played years ago, rule was if you hit more than two home runs in a game, it was an out after each additional one. They pussied softball up. Get off the fucking field then. Fucking softball should be home run derby. But once again, there's nothing being wrong at what you do or being good at what you do or trying hard at what you do. We played in a crappy twice-a-week a, a, twice a softball league. We all showed up on time to play. And we always put our best game effort or, or forward. Why? Because we wanted to win. We weren't there to just get fucking shit housed. We'd get shit housed after games. I played on plenty of shit house teams. But then when we started winning, we were like, okay, it's better to win than just get shit housed. If you don't like, if you don't like it that there are teams hitting home run, play in the lower leagues, play in the fucking intramurals. Ooh, you can't be a fair weather fan. That's certainly one of the most unmanly things to do. I think Adele would agree to that, too. What is your damn deal with her lately? Jesus. Hello. Yes, hello. How are you? It's me. No, it's not you. No, it's me. I, I don't was like wondering you. if after all these years you'd like to meet. I know that Dave Coe is a diehard Raiders fan. I know that he has a Lester Hayes jersey. Lester Hayes, who wore more stickum on his hands than anybody. And he's a loyal Raider fan and has been. Douglas, you're the same way. I love the Dallas Cowboys. I will root for the Dallas Cowboys next year, and I already know they aren't going to win the Super Bowl. I already know. I know that we're going to go 11-5 and five or 12-4, and four, one of them bullshit numbers again, make the playoffs and lose in the first round because that's what the Cowboys do with Jerry Jones. The end. I'm not changing affiliations. I'm not going out and buying Texans apparel. I have never... Never in the history of my time ever have worn an Astros hat. And I never, ever will. Because I'm a Rangers fan. 
There's loyalty, and, and this is what I love about this show. You guys have been loyal since the beginning of this show. You were loyal before that. We had terrible name for you, our poor listeners. But you're loyal, and you work hard, and you like to win. And there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing at all wrong with that. But society wants to tell you that, yeah, you know what? That's a little toxic. That, 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 that feeling, that, that's a toxic feeling. You, you shouldn't want to win all the time. I've actually heard that. I, 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 I heard a speaker one time say, you actually shouldn't want to win all the time. Well, then why would I compete? I agree that losing teaches you more than winning does. Yes, I agree with that, but I never, ever want to go out there and lose. Uh, how many years have you been doing this podcast? Uh, let's see. This will mark, is this seven years in, 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 in July? Yeah, I, I believe, yes. 2017 is when I started. Worst year of my life. Worst year of my life has turned into my happiest time ever. 2017, bad year, until June 1st. So seven years will be June. Uh, you know what's weird? Uh, is seeing Las Vegas Raiders apparel and not Oakland Raiders. I don't like it. No. Static Maverick says, uh, I don't know. I played a softball league, and I'm convinced the home run equalizer rule exists to save money on lost balls since we seem to never have spare ones. Okay, it's a cost. Build nets up there. Braddy Kid says, you're welcome. Yes, thank you, Braddy. Happiest time in my life. Um, and I think it, I, I've become happy. I mean, yes, I still have my surly side and my mean side to me. But I've become happy because I just don't give a fuck anymore. I, I just, I, I don't care anymore. I don't care what people think of me when it comes down to that shit. This is in Virginia City. Think we got money for nets? Need to bring kids along so they can chase them down the road. Absolutely. Get a ball boy. But the idea that everybody can compete together in a friendly place and anybody can win. Well, that's me. First of all, sounds like shit and doesn't sound like America. Everybody can't win. Did, did, did you get that? Not everybody can win. I'm sorry. Winning feels great. Winning is fantastic. But not everybody can win. And see somebody, some counselor somewhere, some libtard who has purple hair, and a bone going through their nose. It's never... Please don't say that. Please don't say that. It's about participating. It's being together. It's being outdoors. Shut up. Just stop. Stop lying. What do we do? We, we do that more as a society than anything else is fucking a lie. And I'm not talking about, oh, do these genes make me look fat and lie? No, we're lying to ourselves. I just don't want to do that anymore. And you guys who have come along for the ride don't want to do that anymore. It, 
if you are, let, let, let me just get this out because this is so fresh on my mind because I always think about this. If you are a six foot three Ving Rames lookalike, large black bald man, gigantic shoulders, and you're wearing high heels and you have tits, you look ridiculous. You just look stupid, okay? And I know that you're being your true self now. You're being the female that you were meant to be. You look stupid. And I remember back in a time in this country, if you did or you look stupid, people would say, you look stupid. You look dumb. You look like a moron. You didn't care. You went on with it, though. But people said that to you. Did that dissuade you? No, you kept doing it. Now, though, if you say, oh, you look ridiculous, that's a hate crime. You can always fix the Special Olympics. (laughs) Uh, Especially Josh Allen can't win in the playoffs against the Chiefs. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Can't remember if it was uh, Don Mello or Shadow Mountain, but if you brought a home run ball back to the snack bar, you got a candy bar. Shit was Thunderdome. Oh, Shadow Mountain was fucking, Shadow Mountain was home run delight. Mm-hmm. Cammy, absolutely. Life ain't fair. Kids aren't learning that anymore. It's destroying this country. I, I keep hearing this this story. I, it, 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 it's every few months you hear this. The American dream is dying. The American dream is dead. No, we're not talking about the dream, baby. We are not talking about Dusty Rose, the American dream. The American dream of succeeding in this country. The American dream is dead. No, it's not. There are people that are achieving it on a daily basis. The problem is is that now the numbers are starting to go in the other way of the people that don't want to do that hard work that want to achieve the American dream, but they'll never get it because it involves hard work. The next person that tells you the American dream is dead, you have my you you have a responsibility as an ass family member to look at that person and say, I am sorry, you are such a loser. Men trying to look like chicks are the ugliest dudes I've ever seen and seen some really ugly females. Oh, yeah. Look, you look stupid. I'm sorry. Look, if you've got purple hair and, and you've got, you know, all kinds of metal going through your face, people are going to look at you. You want to know why? Because you're strange. You look different. You look weird to them. You're not the norm. Oh, I don't want to be the norm. Good, don't be the norm. But understand, people are going to fucking look at you, you fucking pussy. That's why you're fucking doing it. Speaking of winning and losing, the boys had to move up in competition for wrestling last weekend because they were mopping up kids at beginner JV wrestling. Now they're at the bottom of the pecking order with uh, skill and how long they've been wrestling. They're getting mopped up. The Pebble had an emotional outburst after he lost his match. I almost throttled him. Part of sports is learning how to lose and get better. Everyone in there wants to win. You have to do the shitty part and learn how to work past those losses and improve. Absolutely. And you know what? Honestly, 
the pebble is going to be so thankful that he has you and Blake? Because, yes, that's what happens. When you move up, guess what? The kids are bigger, they're stronger, and they're going to whoop your ass until you get bigger and stronger and start whooping their ass. Uh, let's see. Uh, bullshit. I came from a trailer park. My wife and I worked our asses off, and my children now have the opportunities we didn't have. People are lazy, period. Bingo. They don't want to do it. And, and, and here's the reason why they become lazy is because a lot of the people that, that we grew up with, Jesse, they got soft. And they felt bad for those people that were being left behind. So they, they offered them this olive branch, which then turned into a, 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 a required, now, boost. No longer an olive branch to help them out. They were expected to. And the hardworking people now are expected to help out those. Well, they don't have to. If they choose to, they can choose to help the downtrodden or the people that aren't trying as hard. They can choose to help those people. And if they don't, I don't have a problem with that. They made their own choice. They, they made their life. I, I, I don't care. I tried to give back to younger broadcasters until the younger broadcasters became complete cunts to me and didn't want to learn anything and wanted to think that they could they have something to teach me. I had a kid one time, and this didn't even shitbag the in, intern. This is a kid when I moved back to Reno who'd been in radio for a few years. I had one good kid. I called him the millennial. He was great. He was great. He wanted to learn. But there were other kids there that didn't want to learn. They just wanted to go on the air. They wanted to think that they were better than me. And I was like, no. And I, I, and I, I, I would step on them because that's what winners do. We step on people. But the idea that we have to help out those that are, no, uh-uh. I want to make myself the best that I can be. Now, if I choose, if making me the best that I can be is helping other people's long way, then good. If not, if, if it's just focusing on me and my family, there's nothing wrong with that. To say the American dream is over is about the most retarded thing to say. Because winners are still celebrated. Uh, I'd rather throat punch that loser. Oh, hey, you can do that too, Battleborn. Oh, the American dream is dead. We can't afford anything anymore. Yeah, you can. Go out and get a better job. Oh, it's not It's not that easy. Well, it's not that easy to achieve what achievers achieve either. That's, that's the best way to hit back at those people. Oh, it's not that easy. Well, it wasn't easy to achieve what these people achieved. Well, they had everything handed to them. How do you know that? Were you there? Did you watch them grow up? Did you watch the struggles that they had? Oh, you didn't? Oh, okay. So so them working really, really hard and getting to that upper echelon, that wasn't handed to them then. So you could do that. But it's real hard. We got on all these tirades because of the playoffs this weekend, and I asked a question about the salary cap, and that's what led to the, all this. If you need to go back and listen to the beginning of the show, please do. 
Um, but I asked this, the, the question about the salary cap, and that's what started all this. If the salary cap was still in place, would we have the same teams in the playoffs? And this is what we've done. We've, it's gotten all the way up to pro sports now, the participation trophy. I mean, I don't know about you, but if, if I played in the NFL and I had a whole bunch of league championship rings, but I didn't have that one ring, that one ring that, that went with Super Bowl, I'd never wear those other rings. Because every one of those rings reminds me that I finished second. Every one of those rings is what Dave Coe threw against his wall. Because they're humiliated by it. Now, they're wonderful trophies to hand out. They're nice. Nothing wrong with that. But they realized they, did, they didn't make it. They didn't meet their goal. Think about guys like Dan Marino. Dan Marino, who arguably could be the greatest quarterback to ever play in the NFL. Quick release, million yards, all these kind of numbers and all these stats, but he's missing something. It's that Super Bowl ring. He ain't got one of those. And it don't mean a thing if you ain't got that ring. Would I mention him in the top ten of quarterbacks? Sure. Kind of. Maybe. Do I think that Trent Dilfer is a better quarterback than Dan Marino? No. No, I don't. But I don't think Trent Dilfer is a top 10 quarterback. Does anybody ever want to try to make the argument if something happened? If in Super Bowl 29, if lightning would have struck the Niners jet on the way to San Diego, or I think that's where the Super Bowl was that year. It might have been in Arizona. Uh, the year that the Niners cheated and beat the, the Cowboys, the game I was at, Stan Humphreys was the quarterback for the San Diego Chargers. Would anybody like to go to the bat to say that Stan Humphreys is one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play in the NFL? I'll wait. Uh, you're singing my song, Arnie, whether it comes to sports, economics, life in general, the American dream, it's all connected. Socialism is a lie. It's evil. The devil needs to be eliminated. You're making fantastic argument for truth, mediocrity, honor, freedom, and liberty. You're making an argument for everything good in the world. Keep it up, young man. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. But it's just, I, I, I'm just tired of the lies. And the more lies that young people hear, the more that they become truths. Because you reach my point as a Cowboy fan. Oh, I'm still a fan. I'm still putting in the work. I'm still watching every game. I'm still bitching. But I already know that the Cowboys aren't going to win. Because I already know. And it's a lie. It's a lie that I've told myself because the Cowboys could win. But we te keep teaching these kids the American dream is dead. The American dream is dead. The American dream is dead. And they're going to sit there and go, well, I can work and work and work, and, and I'm never going to achieve anything. So, yes, the American dream. No. You have to work even harder. That's what the Cowboys have to do. Uh, nothing is handed to me. I worked my ass off to get where I am. I bought my first house last year and worked my ass off for my six-figure salary, raising two girls by myself. Show them anything you want is possible. And that's why you're a winner, DNA. And your girls are going to be that way. Thank God for people like you. 
Thank God for people like Alicia that are having children. Thank God for everybody on this show who had children that have at least taught them the right way. Uh, Stan Humphrey's mom didn't like Stan Humphrey's, right? I mean, honestly. But Dan Marino never won. Dan Marino's a great quarterback. It's awesome. you got to win that ring. And it's still true in the NFL. And that's the one thing that I will love about the NFL forever is that you, you, always, you, have to, you have to kind of suck it down when you go, oh, God. It's hard to believe that, that Dan Marino's not even talked about in top quarterbacks of all time. Now, does winning the most Super Bowl rings make you the greatest? No. Hangtown Mike and I, uh, I, I love talking baseball with Hangtown Mike. There is a great documentary on Yogi Berra. If you look at the stats of Yogi Berra, catcher for the New York Yankees, wisecracking old man, this game's half mental, or it, 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 half mental, half physical, half something else. He used to say he has to have great phrases and great quotes. He has more World Series rings than anybody else. He's got a few MVP awards. One year in Cincinnati, they had an all-star game, and they had the greatest living ball players of all time. Or the greatest living ball players. Willie Mays was there. Ted Williams was there. Sandy Koufax was there. I think they had a couple other. But you know who they didn't invite? Didn't even invite him. No, it's 90% mental, the other half physical. Thank you, Stink Fist. They didn't invite Yogi Berra, who had more rings than all those guys combined. So not when it, now, Yogi Berra is one of the greatest players ever played. Do I think he's the greatest catcher of all time? Probably not, but we can talk about it. But he has that caveat of all those rings. Tom Brady is not the greatest quarterback to ever play. He's just not. The end. Like him or not, hate him, the tuck rule, all that kind of stuff. He's not the greatest. Is he a top five guy? We can discuss it. We can look at the numbers and go, okay. I will go on my deathbed until somebody proves me wrong that says that piece of shit who went to the University of Notre Dame and ruined my first college football game experience ever by beating my Longhorns and then was part responsible for the worst moment in NFL history, also known as the catch, the greatest quarterback to ever play the game and lace him up, you can't argue with it, it's Joe Montana. I, I, I'll gladly argue with anybody. He played in an era where he got the shit beat out of him. He won four Super Bowls. Four. At a time, there was no salary cap. Against guys who were coked out of their mind. If you think Lawrence Taylor is a scary man, think about Lawrence Taylor on crack. And he was playing against him. And Joe was beating him. Now you look at those teams, and you can go, okay, he had Jerry Rice. (laughs) You mispronounced the fuck rule. I'm sorry. 
I apologize that I I missed that one. Uh, sorry about that, uh, Roof and Yolo. I'm one of the baddest motherfuckers of all time. I'm one of the best singers, one of the best looking motherfuckers you've ever seen. Hold my drink, bitch. Any, I'm waiting. Somebody want to tell me that I'm wrong about Joe Montana? Sawyer so decided to play rugby this year. He plays for Granite Bay where they don't keep scoring. There's no standings. Gun in my throat. I'm not a coach there because I know nothing about the sport and don't really care. No, uh, a, a no dad's coach league because they have national champion team and coaches. He hated wrestling last year, Saturday after his match, and his grandfather who talked him into this was gone, asked if he could wrestle next year because this is boring losing. I asked how he knows he loses, and he says because there's no official score, his team doesn't score, and he hates it. Proud dad moment. So is dad. Let me let me take a caveat real quick. Somebody remind me where I'm at in this conversation because I'm my head's everywhere. The coconut oil is working great today. Um, they tried this in a lot of leagues around the country back when I was on another show. They tried the no the no the no no uh, no score leagues, and they failed miserably. Literally, it, it was like four years later that they've come out and they, they, they talked about it. And the reason why it failed miserably, because the kids still kept the score. See, it's in a kid's DNA. It's in our DNA to achieve, to win. And if we're going to be like playing sports and we watch sports on TV, and that's why we want to play it, because these kids watch it on TV, right? They watch baseball on TV and they see the winning team, and then they want to go out and they want to play baseball. So they pick up a batting ball because they want to win. Kids know what the score was. And the kids kept talking shit to one another, like at schools and stuff like that, like we did, because the kids kept the score. I remember when the Waterboy movie came out with LT, and he says, PSA, don't smoke crack. Ironically, the week before, he was arrested again for crack. Yeah. Still waiting on anybody. Anybody want to tell me why Joe isn't the greatest? Thus, the Pussification Project was born. Exactly. Uh, safety guy says you'll be waiting a long time. Uh, look, look, it, I'm not saying that Terry Bradshaw. Terry, now, now, here's the difference between Joe Montana and Terry Bradshaw. Joe Montana had Jerry Rice early in his career, most of his career. Steve Young had him the other part. And Jerry Rice was a phenom. A lot of people say Jerry Rice is the greatest NFL player of all time. I can see merit in that. I don't agree with it, but I can see why he's mentioned. Who else did Joe really have? Roger Craig? Bill Ring? Nobody's writing, you know, how to tight end like Dwight Clark. Even though he was a good tight end, I'm not, tight, I'm not trying to shit on him. He had good offensive linemen, not great. They weren't like the Hogs in Washington at the time. Their defense, they had Ronnie Lott. I'll give you that. Ronnie Lott, fucking greatest safety to ever play the game. Anybody want to argue? No? Okay. Did he have Rathman or did Young? Uh, Tom. I think Tom Rathman was with Young. I think Bill Ring was the fullback who was like Tom Rathman Sr., John Taylor was way underrated. 
okay, John, I'll give you that. He had John Taylor. John Taylor is very underrated, yes. Now, I think Joe made them all better. If you were to compare him to another quarterback that has four Super Bowl rings, Terry Bradshaw. I will never say that Terry Bradshaw is one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game because he's not. He was awfully good, and he's always in the conversation because he's got four rings. But I want you to think about what he had on his team. He had Lynn Swan and John Stallworth, two probably the best receivers in the league. Swanee, not as much as Stallworth, but Stallworth, Stallworth doesn't get the attention he deserved to get. And then you look at the defense. Damn near every position on the defense have, have a fucking Hall of Famer. Jack Lambert, Jack Ham, L.C. Greenwood, Mean Joe Green, Donnie, Donnie Snell. That team was fucking built. And they won, and they made, they made, uh, can't think of his name now. Jesus. Terry Brad, they made Terry Bradshaw a better quarterback. Joe made the Niners a better team. Joe won a Super Bowl with Mike Wilson as his number one receiver. Joe is the GOAT. Franco and Rocky made white, oh, yeah. I mean, look at that. Franco Harris and, and Rocky Blyer. Who were a good combination. They weren't great. They were good. By the way, both in the Hall. Uh, I don't know. Is Rocky Blyer in the Hall of Fame? Mike Webster is the greatest center to ever play the game. And Art Shell was a fucking Hall of Fame offensive lineman. Terry was just there not to fuck up. And he didn't. And that's why you can put him in that argument. because he didn't fuck that up. But once again, he's a guy who won and achieved great things and then learned how to play with guys who were great that worked hard as well. But we're teaching kids now, you don't have to do that because here we are. And let's tie this all in. And this is what this new progressive government is trying to push on you. Don't worry about things. We're here for you. We'll take care of you. Let's shut down America over the sniffles. And I tell you what, we're going to give you these wonderful checks. Yes, you're going to be taxed out the ass for them, but that's okay because we're giving you this money because, you see, we're closing your business because we can do that because you've elected us because we're assholes. And now they're saying, oh, hey, hey, guess what? The government is going to say, You don't have to pay your student loans. Huh? Steelers, four Super Bowls in five years. Yeah. Cowboys had three. They should have had four. They should have had four in a row, but pass interference against Deion Sanders was not called. Not that I'm bitter. I miss dynasties in sports. Going back to... I was saying before. Um, We have the government now saying, you don't have to pay your student loans anymore. I can't wait. Let's Let's say that the worst thing in the world could possibly happen in November. 
I still don't think Joe Biden's going to be able to run. I don't think healthy-wise he's going to be able to run, or health-wise. Healthy-wise, yeehaw. But let's say that Joe Biden, I'm going to tell you this right now. This is my hardcore belief. If Joe Biden wins, and it has to be Joe Biden, can't be anybody else. Because I, I, if they were to, if they were to sub in somebody, then we're going to know it's fixed. Joe Biden wins; it's the end of America. Oh, I can. I, I mean, I mean that with my heart and soul. It's the end. All these people want to come out and they want to try to say, "Oh, Trump's going to be a dictator." What do you think we've been living under for the last three years? A man who's come out and said. And allowed these things to happen. I want you to think about this. I am going to pay your school loans off. I don't have to wait for Congress. I don't have to wait for anybody to approve this. I'm going to do it. And then he does it. The Supreme Court comes and says, you can't do that. And then he does it again. Doesn't that sound like what a dictator would do? Or... Let's say they want to ban or limit the sale of guns and ammunition to Americans in this country. Now, I I don't recall when Donald Trump was president in 2016 to 2020, the golden years, the last years of America. I don't recall him as a dictator because a lot of people said he was a dictator then. I don't remember him going out and confiscating all the weapons. I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. Also, a dictator controls the media. Did it seem like Donald Trump was controlling the media and what they said when he was president? No, no, they pretty much said everything they wanted to about him. How he was banging porn stars, awful human being. Grabbing women by the pussy. But isn't it weird that when Joe Biden was elected, there was a company out there that had a free speech platform, at least free speech as far as you signed up for it, named Twitter, that would ban your account if you brought up Hunter Biden's laptop. Something that we were told by the media um, that that was nothing but Russian bullshit. Even though Donald, I, I thought about this over the weekend. When 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 Donald Trump was impeached, he was impeached for Russian collusion, which turned out to be nothing more than the Democratic Party lying to the to everybody that there was no Russian collusion in there. Can we get that can we get that impeachment erased from his record? Because he shouldn't have been impeached by it. But the media, they didn't do their job. They didn't do the digging. They said, oh, well, the Democrats said this, so we're gonna do this. And then he got in he, he was impeached a second time, didn't get the steak knives. Usually after the second one, you get a set of steak knives. For a phone call that he admitted to taking or, or didn't happen or, or, or more collusion, more bullshit. 
Interesting that he controlled the media as a dictator would. Oh, wait. Thoughts, though, for those of us in blue states where Trump won't win at all, you think voting for RFK would be uh, the move to take away votes so that it would typically go to Biden? That's a great question, and you asked me that earlier. Let me answer that one for you now. No. No. It's not. It, it, here's the thing. You nailed it. California will always go blue, or at least for the next 10 years, until they get rid of your gas-powered cars. They're always going to be blue. Why? Because, well, they're idiots. And, and I can understand why you, you don't feel the need to vote, why there are a lot of Republicans in California. It won't matter, but you need to go out and vote on those local issues and all those state issues, and those are the important things. This popularity contest that is the presidency or these other, other races, which you could actually affect Senate or things like that if people were actually use their fucking brains, but that you're not asking that. If you vote for RFK, you're going to take votes away from Joe Biden. But Joe Biden overwhelmingly will still win California. So I would say vote Trump. You know he's not going to win, but you're not going to – I don't think enough votes are going to get pulled away from Joe for Trump to win. I I just don't think that that's going to happen. Um. He was acquitted for that very reason both times. Well, see, and that's the thing. Does, does he get to have those impeachments erased? See, Bill Clinton did get a blowjob, and he did lie to Congress, and that's why they looked at him articles of impeachment for him. You see, he actually did those things. Donald Trump didn't do anything, and he was impeached twice. Joe Biden not only said, fuck you to the Supreme Court, when it came to paying student loans, he also said, fuck you to the Supreme Court. Actually, fuck you, actually, Supreme Court members, because there's a law in this country that says you are not to congregate or assemble in front of the house of a member of the Supreme Court. They're protected individuals. And when Judge Kavanaugh and the, the le- new lady judge, the gal from Notre Dame, I don't even think she's Irish, but when Roe versus Wade went through, what happened? There were people that were protesting in front of their houses, and they live in neighborhoods. Supreme Court justices are protected. And Joe Biden did not lift a finger to help them. God forbid, what if something happened to him? No one was arrested for fucking trespassing. I still, to this day, I am blown away by that. Bubba just had to get up and move on the couch because he's so blown away by it. Bubba had a very audible fart this morning, and it was terrible. Dumb dog. No vote Trump. And then you, like on the other side, you get people like Nikki Haley who says you can't retire until you're at least 70 when expected life is 77. Right and wrong doesn't exist uh, for Democrats. You are either with or against them. That is a true statement right there. Everything that they do is right, or I should say correct. Don't want to offend any of them. Now, I'm not saying that Republicans are good people. I'm not saying the ones in office. I'm not saying that they're doing their jobs. 
I'm looking at the official, the, the, the people that are in charge right now. And I will tell you this right now. If Donald Trump drops the ball half as much, which I don't think he will do, as Joe Biden is, I'll call him out. I'm not afraid to, to, to say this guy's not doing a good job here. As I look back in the history of things, my favorite president is on my wall. There's two pictures of him. Braddy Kidd got me one. Alicia got me the other. Of George W. Bush throwing out the first pitch at the World Series after 9-11. Still an emotional video to watch where he came out there and he fucking hummed one right down the dick. It was a moment that made you proud to be an American. I loved him. But I can objectively look back and go, he was a bad president. He was he was out of his depths. But I still love the man. I I I, I hope that I run into him sometime at a Ranger game. I admire him. But he wasn't a good president. The impeachments were only the Senate side. The House acquitted him both times. So basically he was accused by the Senate and cleared by the House. Clinton was accused and convicted. Senate and House unvoted yes. So he was truly impeached. All politicians are trash. That's Trump's best slogan. He's not a politician. Now, it's hard to think that we're only going to have four more years of Trump. I'm terrified. Literally, like, like... I'm, I'm, I'm scared at the upcoming election this year. I am truly terrified of 2028. Now, I know that's a long time away. That's a Chinese invasion of Taiwan away and North Korea getting involved and Iran shitting the bed and doing something. And of course, we'll just mop up the pieces. Um, by the way, to all those shitbag countries that I just mentioned, Y'all better do it before January 20th of next year. That's all I'm saying. Uh, there was a really good video uh, of RFK having a debate with Charlie Kirk. RFK uh, can have discussions about people he's going against, not shit on them. He's refreshing to say the elite. Oh, look, RFK, right now this is kind of the honeymoon stage that people are seeing him on. He turned into a regular politician, but he is saying he, he does say a lot of things that you go, Hmm, I never thought I'd agree with a Democrat saying something like that. Or, oh, I never thought as a Democrat I would think that way. He does say some things out there, but he still ain't going to be the guy who gets anything done. I didn't hear shit of Stan. Had 9-11 not happened, would history be kinder to Bush? He seemed like not a wartime president. No. No, no, look, look. Bush made us feel safe. Bush was reelected because he made us feel safe. Remember that 9-11 happened only nine months into his presidency. Not even nine months, eight months. And if you look at the past two presidents, they have blamed the administrations before them for years. Something that Donald Trump was not allowed to do. He couldn't blame the Obama administration. Well, he's been president for 40 days. He should have America up and running by now. In theory, yes, but Barack Obama didn't for eight years. Well, he had a terrible president in front of him. Well, I could say the same thing about the president in front of him. When the Oval Office is turned into Caligula, like Bill Clinton did, 
He was having pimp and hoe parties in there all the time. Marion Barry's in there smoking crack. Hunter Biden's on the fucking doorstep. And that's what led into Bush. Let's remember the first attack on the World Trade Center happened during the Clinton administration. RFK has one thing against him. He's a Kennedy, and Kennedys have a hard time leaving in office. Very true. W was, is a doucher. Okay. Hey, yeah, like I said, I, I like him. I always have liked him. I always thought he was the most regular guy president we had. Even though, I, even though he, was, he was fucking silver spoon. But I still liked him. Clinton had a shot at Biden, or at bin Laden. He did. So did Bush. Uh, do you think Trump isn't elected? There will be a massive riots. King Steve, that's a question that's, I almost want to say fair, but not. And I'm going to say no, there won't be massive riots. You know why? Because we, the people that voted for Donald Trump, still have to go to work the next day. We don't have time to go out in front of a building and yell, not my president. We have responsibilities. We have people that we answer to. We have people that we answer for. We don't have time to go out there and be pissed off that our side didn't win. People like you, King Steve, will be going to work the next day. I haven't checked yet. Uh, what's the latest on the Texas border? Well, we're allowed to keep up those big stupid balls in the, in the river, and we're allowed the razor wire. They're still fucking coming over in droves. If Trump is elected, you are more likely to have riots. Sorry, Dad says, yes, there will be riots. But the people who will be rioting don't work. Exactly. What I think will happen is what I preached about two days after the last election. Because after the last election, I, I took the next day off because I was working until like 4 in the morning. And I made a warning way back then. Don't wake up the other side. Just don't wake up the other side. And we've seen it woken up in the past three years. It's only taken three years. We saw it woken up in, was that Indiana? Where a schoolboy who thought he was some girl who was allowed to go in the girl's bathroom raped another student. And the faculty... And the administration didn't even call the girl's family. You remember what we saw? We saw angry Americans. We saw a father show up to that school board meeting and get arrested because he was ready to kill everyone there because his daughter was raped at school by a boy and it was hidden. That started to wake people up. Bud Light situation happened. Woke up America to the loss of 30 plus billion dollars to a great Amer- a great old american company in budweiser. I know it's not american anymore, but you know what I mean. Those people, they did they they did what they know the best do is they didn't spend their money on that product. They didn't go out in the streets and they didn't pour budweiser in the Missouri River. They said no. 
you don't get our money. Then Target came out and tried that shit. People said, nope, you don't get our money either. And they lost billions of dollars as well. I tell you, don't wake up that side. Because if you wake that side up, that side is going to kick the shit out of you. And when you wake up the whole side, you are just asking for major trouble. That's when I believe the unrest will happen, is that Donald Trump will be elected. All these jobless fucking losers out there who have no reason to hate the man except for that he's Donald Trump. And he called, he called Syria a shitbag nation. Well, it is. Any place that will throw acid on a woman for showing her face, I'll go ahead and say is a shitbag country. Any nation that will burn the genitalia of girls so they can't enjoy sex is a shithole country. You're mad at him for that? You're mad at him because his skin's orange? You're mad at him because he's some sort of racist, even though he was the NAACP Man of the Year. A man who contributed more to historically black colleges than any other president combined, including a black president. You hate him for that? Please, give me other reasons to hate him. Because he was talking to a friend of his in the entertainment world, and he talked like guys talk in a locker room. When he says you're famous, you can grab gals by the pussy. He ain't wrong. Believe me, I know. We saw government put parents on terror watch lists, yes. When that side decides to erupt and yell, not my president, and start burning shit down and fucking with the real Americans again, the real Americans are going to stand up and go, okay, we've had enough. And then you're done. The greatest thing that could happen to California is Donald Trump gets elected and people lose their minds. Because California will get cleaned up quick. You start fucking with the wrong side, that right side, that, and I'm talking about right on the, 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 the political level, start fucking with them, they're going to fight back eventually. You can poke a bear with a stick a bunch of times, and eventually, unless you're Cowboys girl, of course, the bear is going to react, and the bear is pretty much going to give you the biggest <laughs> of our lives. That's what's going to happen. Uh, one fucking hundred, Arnie. Uh, and the black unemployment rate was an all-time low. Yep. Griffcheck says, have Florida export thousands of alligators to the Rio Grande. Well, Griffcheck, I wanted to invent the alligator-bear hybrid, the barrigator. I, w- I would like to, to, to form a new species of barrigators to patrol the, 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 the border area. Everyone should be outraged at what terrorists are doing to women. In those countries? Oh, absolutely. Girls' locker room talk is way worse than pussy grabbing. Uh, oh, LOL, do tell. 
being a big fish in a small market like Reno or even Sacramento, there are perks. Hoping and praying that'll be the case. Yes, Roger, Roger, motherfucker. I'm just telling you all the truth. It, and, and the problem is that people on the left, they don't want to hear that. You know why they don't want to hear that? Because it scares them. Because they know I'm right. They know I'm right about this. That when that side decides to say, mm-mm, they, they give you the old Dikembe Mutombo finger when he'd block your shot. No, no, no. Do you think that Target is going to run out a bunch of trans shit this year? Nope. Do you think another beer company is going to have a transgender sponsor them and then double down with their advertising agency telling you why you're antiquated and you're old and you're gross because you don't accept that a, a man trying to be a woman is nothing more than a fucking mental problem? No. That's I, we've, we've had enough. We, we, we've wiped our hands of it. This idea that everybody can be the same, we, we can't. I'm here to tell you all a bunch of truths right now. We can't be the same because we're all different. We're all snowflakes. And I don't mean the soft delicateness of the snowflake calling you that. We're all different. Every single one of us. And it don't matter. If you're black, white, Korean, Chinese, it don't matter. Because not all Chinese people are the same. They might all look the same. Mage, I couldn't pick you out of a fucking lineup. If it was you and Jackie Chan and, and, and Bobby Lee, I, I couldn't tell. But y'all are different. We're all different. Not everybody can be good at sports. But what that side will tell you is that, yes, you can. No, you can't. You're not good enough. I'm sorry to tell you these truths. Here's another truth. I see color. Absolutely, I see color. I think, honestly, the dumbest thing that anybody can say when they're trying to have a a racial talk or any kind of talk is, oh, I never see color. Well, then you, you shouldn't be talking about this because if everybody look, look, not everybody looks the same. I see color. I don't see stereotypes. If I see a black man wearing a suit, I don't think he's a pimp. I think he's somebody that's probably worked really hard in his life or her life if they're in nice clothing, nice you know, business attire, whatever. I think there's somebody that worked hard in their life and they, they've achieved some things. When I see somebody that looks like they're homeless pushing a shop league cart around and, and having cardboard all over them, yeah, I think they're pretty fucked up. I think they made some bad choices. I see color. Sorry. If you don't, you're just lying to yourself. All Italians do talk with their hands, though. That's true. Well, all, all Irish people drink. We have to stop these lies. I don't see color. Stop it. Yes, you do. If you were to describe, if a crime happened across the street from you, and you had to describe the assailant, and the assailant happened to be a person of color, oh, I saw a man. 
Oh, you saw a man. Yeah, he's about 6'3", about 240 pounds, man. If the cop doesn't ask you what color was the fucking person's skin, and you go, well, I don't see color, I'm going to fucking put you in a chokehold if I'm that cop. Male, 6'3", 200 pounds. That's uh, dark-colored hair, or had a hat on. Well, we're fucked now. Sicilian, I resemble that remark. We're a passionate people. Don't tell me I don't see color. Well, I don't see color. Shut up, <laughs> dummy. <laughs> That's honestly the first thing I think when if I if I see somebody doing something and they say, "Yeah, I don't see color." Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. You big dummy. You know what I mean? Yeah. We all need to just stop lying. Start having, start enjoying, this is the thing, enjoy your life. Enjoy the small things. You know what yesterday was? Yesterday was new sandal day. I got new sandals yesterday, and I'm so excited about it. I got Ugg sandals, and they're white. Oh, I'm so pumped about that. You know why? Because that's a little victory for me. It's something I like. You got to add up the little victories. When I get a shipment from 4T5printing.com, when I get T-shirts from them, oh, my God, I'm on cloud nine. Or hats. I'm on cloud nine. I appreciate the small victories. Not, I, I don't think a majority of people out there enjoy the small things. I have no greater satisfaction now in my life that when I try something new in the kitchen, when I try to cook something, and it turns out, oh, my gosh, that's such a great feeling for me. Braddy Kid and I, over the weekend, uh, went to this place in Dallas. I forget what it's called. It's down in Deep Elm. And they say they have the world's best chicken fried steak. Well, I'm here to attest it is not the world's best chicken fried steak. It's not bad. But Braddy Kid and I decided that we were going to try to make chicken fried steak, and we got the right kind of steak and everything. We breaded it. We did everything. And the only thing we didn't do right was we didn't season the flour enough. But it turned out to be great, almost perfect. You see, when you when you cut into a chicken fried steak, yeah, the chicken fried is going to fall off a little bit, but it shouldn't fall off in droves like it did this weekend. And when we made that and it turned out to be good, I tell you this right now, that was a great feeling I had. Small victories. Everybody wants the big, grandioso titles. Well, all these small victories will add up. And that grandiose title is being able to go to bed at night and just sigh and go to sleep. You don't have the worries of the world on your mind. How long will those sandals stay white? How would your dad do with those? Oh, my dad, they would be, I will tell you right now, Scott, if I had those white sandals and my dad was around and I'm wearing them, he would have ruined them immediately with coffee. He'd spill it. Then we went and the, oh, okay, and I've been wanting to get to this all morning. So there's a place in Dallas called the Cake Bar. And all they serve is cake. Place is heaven. They have carrot cake, red velvet cake, chocolate chocolate cake, 
They had some weird tutti fruity type cake. I don't remember what it was called. Hummingbird cake, I believe, is what it's called. It's got pecans in there. Blech. Oh, Braddy Kid tried to do something to me. She's got these uh, these these chocolate caramel things. I can't eat them when my teeth are in because the caramel fucks up my false teeth. And they have little sprinkles of, of pecans in there. I just fucking hate pecans. So she's like the other night, why don't you try one? Try one. Didn't have my teeth in there. I was like, okay. I crunched into it. And the nuts weren't hard enough to where it hurts my gums when I eat them. But man, oh man, I got that fucking taste, that flavor of pecan in my mouth. I almost threw up right there. Turtles. Oh, fucking awful. So they had some cake that had pecans in it. Stayed away from that. They had wedding cake. <laughs> I put out a video on, on social media this week, and if you didn't see it, check it out. I'm here to tell you that starting today, January 22nd, the year of our Lord, 2024, if I ever attend any of your kids' shitbag weddings, or any of your grandkids' shitbag weddings, and I'm there, and somebody pushes a face into the wedding cake, that will be an instant green light. You get green light. I tasted that. I almost cried how good that wedding cake was. How dare you assholes ruin wedding cakes? Mm-mm-mm. In your cake video on Facebook, I was waiting for Brady's hand to come under the plate and smash it in your face. She would have died. She would have she would have literally died if she would have done that. You don't ruin wedding cake. It was glorious. Mm. Oh, you'll be at Pebbles and Boy Kinds too. I'll be there. But if they do that cake smash, and I don't care, I don't care how they're trained in Mortal Kombat. I don't care how Billy Badass they're gonna be when they get that old. You smash a wedding cake in front of me, you're going to get assaulted. There will be marks on you could win the war, you could beat me up, but you will know I've been there if you fucking assault the wedding cake. I, I hate that. And I was like, oh my God, this is so good. I did not say that about the chicken fried steak. And even you see it in video, the second bite I took, I was like, oh my God, this is so good. People that destroy weddings, there's a special place in hell for you. Oh, man. Even Hitler won't go in that hell room. No, you smashed the kick. No, I had Hitler for you. <laughs> First word you say after? Execute. I got a small food victory yesterday. Came in backhanded compliment from my wife after she called my uh, two-trick pony for being really good at barbecue and pasta. I'll take it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Look, man, I, I already know that, that we're, we're, we're going to be taking the, the good child out for their birthday. We're going to take them to a steak place. I already know my steak's better. But, hey, it's nice to go out to fancy place every now and then. I already know my, my steaks would destroy it. But, you know, every once in a while. But I, I love having those victories. Those are like the steak victory. I've, I've washed up on that one. That one's that one's come and gone. 
Now it's my new baked beans. Every time I make baked beans, they're better. I'm like, holy shit. Arnie's in rare form. Don't think he's ever took a break. No, I haven't taken a break today. I just went on one rant today. I mean, I look, look here. If y'all are watching on Twitch, I haven't even gotten to the show. I have a show prepared. I have tons of stories. I'll still get more news stories for tomorrow, but we started with the playoffs. We Well, let's see. Okay, let's see. We got rid of this story. Transgender golfers out. Ultimate lowdown, Taco Bell, Kentucky teaching, girl. Christopher, okay, I can scratch that. Awesome movie review of ISS. Stupid idea. Where are you going to land? Right? Ron DeSantis, I can scratch that out, okay. Um, didn't even talk about Alec Baldwin. I'll, I'll, I'll mention it now. Alec Baldwin is being uh, charged with murder. or uh, He's being charged with something in New Mexico. Today's joke, thanks to uh, V. Coop. How does Alec Baldwin's wife describe him? A real lady killer. Keep this train going for another hour. No, I can't. I mean, I'm, my mouth is killing me. I've been talking too damn much. You should try to copycat Arby's roast beef sandwich recipe with horsey sauce. So good. There are worse things than not taking a break, like getting arraigned. <laughs> that is true. Anybody hear any updates? Uh, well, it's only 10 o'clock there. Hell, I've only had one fucking Dr. Pepper today. This is me on only one Dr. Pepper. I guess heavy shoulder lifting will do that to you, get you kind of fired up. That and watching a couple episodes of The Shield. Blake has a remedy when I say my mouth hurts. Well, I, I, don't, I don't need Blake's remedy. Thank you, though. I appreciate that. Uh, let's, see, let's see if I have a funny story to end with here. Um, oh, Mama, is Mama home, Bubba? Oh, yeah, Bubba's up. Oh, he's, he's wagging the tail. Oh, Dad treats you so bad. Or so, I'll end with this story here. I'll keep it in California for y'all. Show how fucked up your state is. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm sad to announce the death of the only In-N-Out Burger in Oakland. The only In-N-Out Burger in Oakland is closing after 18 years. Due to soaring crime rates, even though it's still turning a profit. The reason they're closing is because the customers and staff are always unsafe. We are talking. We are talking about a a, a, a legendary franchise in the state of California. That said, nope, sorry folks, restaurants closed, moose out front, should have told you, because Oakland has turned into such a shithole, the In-N-Out Burger is saying, fuck you, Oakland, there are more In-N-Out Burgers in Garland, Texas, than there are in Oakland. Oh, King Steve says I'm shocked. Uh, I guess that restaurant was in and out. Uh, let's see, Oakland Eagles shithole. It's gone just like the A's, Raiders, and Warriors. Thanks to black activities. Shocking. Bay Area equals shithole. Look. 
This is all, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm very glad that I ended the show with that story because this is what it's all, this is what this entire show was about. When you don't take care of your stuff, when you don't look after things, things go away. If you don't look after your life, if you take shortcuts everywhere and you decide that you're bigger than the law, guess what? You lose that. You lose your freedoms. You go to prison. You do all these things and you don't do this hard work to, to achieve, to, to get to where you are. Bad things happen. Oakland, you didn't keep your city safe. You didn't keep your citizens safe. And a restaurant, this is unheard of, that a restaurant that is still turning profits is saying, nope, we don't want to be there anymore. Too dangerous. Yeah, we make a shit ton of money there because, well, we're the only one in Oakland. But we're closing because, well, it's not safe. Every city leader, everybody that works in the city council, the mayor's office, everybody should be fired. Every police officer needs to be retrained and retrained with the chokehold in mind to let police not only be admired but respected and feared. Anybody who wants to pick a fight with a cop, you deserve to get the shit beat out of you. The end. If you're breaking the law and they're trying to do your job and you fucking swing on them, I don't need a citizen council. They can just whoop your ass. Maybe not stick their billy club in your asshole, but you know what I mean. They know they could be making more if it was safe. Yeah, and and the thing is, the city knows that they could make it safe, but then they'd have to hire more police. Roseville allowed Section 8 housing is slowly turning into the ghetto as well. Uh, I'm done making my way out. In and out. Never closed a restaurant ever. Not one. Jesse, have a great day, my friend. Um, let's see. In and out. Is, let's see. What's this? What's this story here? Fake Joe Biden robocall tells New Hampshire Democrats not to vote on Tuesday. Fantastic. Now we're telling Americans not to vote. Story. Hold on a second. Let me read this shit. Hold on a second. This is from NBC News. Uh, New Hampshire Attorney General says it's investigating what appears to be an unlawful attempt at voter suppression after a robocall impersonating Joe Biden telling recipients not to vote in Tuesday's primary. Um, let's see. Do it. Here's the ad. Skip the ad here in five seconds. Where's the volume button? Damn it to hell. Where's the fucking volume? There it is. A bunch of malarkey. We know the value of voting Democratic when our votes count. It's important that you save your vote for the November election. We'll need your help in electing Democrats up and down the ticket. Voting this Tuesday only enables the Republicans in their quest to elect Donald Trump again. Your vote makes a difference in November. Now, I don't think that necessarily the Democratic National Party is behind that, but I know that there are probably a group of Democrats that paid for that. 
That is what's called voter suppression. That's like being outside of a polling place with a bat saying, if you vote this way, you're going to get hit. Hey, Roseville, if you don't have low-income housing, who's going to make your cheeseburgers and serve your meals? Uh, you can't make this shit up. Wow. Who cares? The primary's over. Trump's nominee doesn't even matter. No, it does. it really doesn't. They can have their wonderful day in New Hampshire, and they can do all that. But this is so great. This this just goes along with it more. Here's the city of Oakland losing a California icon. You can't deny that In and Out is is when people think California, they think In and Out, and you have a you have a major city now that doesn't have an In and Out because it's not safe enough. Uh <laughs> Next, you'll tell me the Rangers won the World Series. More to come with AI, yeah. Oh, gosh. There you go. That does it for us today, Ask Family. Sorry, I just rambled on today. Uh, I, I get to at least save all the music for tomorrow, so there you go. Uh, Ask Family, we will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie place. Please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, have a great day, and adios, everybody. Uh, Didn't have to turn my head whenever you walked in. The only one to let these chills roll down my skin. My heart beats faster. I hear your name. I feel my confidence stepping away.
is outside waiting to arrest him.